Cash cats on the hills, red on the leaves. It's just a stone's throw from where he got in so far. Trash cats on the loose, trash cats on the loose. I remember. Walk, like going to my sister's musicals and just being like inspired like watching everybody in song and dance i was like wow this is like so cool maybe i want to i want to do this so i signed up and then i applied applied it's not a fucking job i auditioned for um for the chef for little mermaid it was like the french chef and uh a pivotal role a pivotal role he was the french one he had one song i was like all right this is like attainable yeah. i got like a funny solo that i could do or whatever so i auditioned for the chef and the uh like audition sheet came out and i got prince eric I got the male lead. <laughs> so you went in for the chef and Dude, got Prince I Eric. went in for like bare minimum and just <laughs> let it, this is like, and I was so scared. I literally remember like going to the bathroom, like when we found this out, cause we were at another musical at, right. at the school and then everybody gets it. And then, so people are coming up and congratulating me. Right, and I go into the bathroom, and I'm like, fucking panic attack, just freaking <laughs> out. Like, dude, there's no way I can do this. As I get back to the car, and I'm like, mom, I gotta quit. There's no way I can do it. She's like, no, just give it a shot. And so I did it, and it ended up working out. Like, it was it was a, a great experience. And so I did a couple more shows, and um, I mean, I, I think musical theater was like, it did help me kind of gain yeah. like confidence and be able to like get in front of a crowd and 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 talk and have good stage presence so 100 percent, i think that there were some beneficial things but yeah it's cringy as fuck oh i mean dude i don't think anyone's like sobbed genuine tears at like a like a child's play no you know what i mean no not i don't at think all. anyone's been like that that, that rendition of the little mermaid by these 10 year olds moved <laughs> you know <laughs> big time no it was definitely i mean again it was an experience that's one time this um it was a funny story this there's this girl that was in the musical theater with us. we we're like you know 12 13 years old and she had the baddest crush on me like she was head over here she wrote me like love songs and stuff and she oh, was wow. like her name was ow like that's a cool name it wasn't um it was <laughs> it would be it would be cool if she was like some indie alt kind of girl or whatever and was like yeah i go by al it's like short for alexander she's like no her, her name was al like just weird o-w owl. oh al, al yeah like oh, weird owl. Owl. no 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 not owl <laughs> owl would be sick yeah as i was fuck. like that's a dope ass no name. no no owl. al is an unfortunate name 100 <laughs> and it fit her it suited her which is the worst part about it and so i remember it was like opening night of the little mermaid right i'm in the green room I got my costume on. I'm adjusting my tunic as you do, right? And so I'm like putting on my fucking sash and I'm like looking in the mirror, probably like where this like wall is in front of me. I'm like this far from from the mirror. And so I'm adjusting my shit and she's kind of like next to the mirror and she thinks that I'm looking at her and she's like, (gasps) (laughs) and so then I like finish like doing what I'm doing in the mirror and I turn to walk away and she goes, are you serious? And I go, excuse me? She goes, it's like you don't even rec- it's like you don't even notice me. And then like runs away and oh cries. Gosh. And we had to like postpone the opening of the show for like because <laughs> we like couldn't find this girl. And she Jesus just she's weird as fuck. But anyway, so that was my Young Love. Yeah. It was it was more of an obsession, honestly. Um, yeah, young obsessions. Yeah, started young. But anyway. <laughs> hey, heart heartbreaker right out the gate, eh? Man. I don't, yeah. Um I got I got a lot of stories about that, but anyway. <laughs> Open the shit. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do an intro. Um, hello guys, and welcome back to the trash can. Oh, actually, before we get started, um, is there anything, any topics you want to avoid? Or, Zero. Yep, okay, you're I cool. Am one, I, no, no, like much I, 
anytime I do podcast interviews, like guest speaking for anything, right. I always say that I am a hundred percent transparent and, and honest about everything. I think that because social media is this very sometimes like gate kept thing and like people don't know a lot about um you know social media influencers or or anything like that like the information is not always readily available to everybody anytime somebody's talking to me or has questions i always say that i'm 100 percent transparent like on and off social media that's really refreshing because like there is kind of a a bit of a like a social media veneer over a mm -hmm. lot of people you know like i'd imagine i mean i i've I've, like met people in in real life versus like their like social media presence yeah and it's very a lot of times very different like they like kind of like put 100%. on like a like a social media face in order to uh like perform almost yeah in my and i've said this for a while one of my biggest fears is like meeting somebody that like follows me on tiktok and is like watch my shit for a while and then meeting me and then being like you're a lot different than i thought you were that to right. me is such like it's like a like a genuine fear of mine and so anytime that i have the opportunity to like you know share about social media or how i got started doing anything or what i am like hundred percent transparent so anything cool. is 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 fair game so that is awesome going forward um cool cool uh let's get into it then hello guys and welcome back to another installment of the trash cat podcast your favorite variety comedy podcast where uh we do a bunch of silly silly funny jokes and segments and try to get our minds off of uh, all the shitty things in the world you know mm. the fact that maybe your cat doesn't like you as much as you like your cat you know, the, the sun's going to explode and we all will die one day. So we may as well laugh along the way. Right, guys? You killed that, man. Thank you. you. Thank Some practice. Felt good. Uh, yeah. yeah, you get a couple of reps in, you know. I was going to say, I would stutter so hard if I had to do that. Oh, so. Don't get me wrong, man. It's happened a yeah. lot. Um, but yeah, I have an amazing guest today. Say, introduce yourself, amazing guest. Yeah, my name is Hunter Kaimi. I'm um, an alcoholic. and <laughs> Hi, Hunter. <laughs> nah, I... Uh... <laughs> I uh, make TikToks in my spare time, currently unemployed, um, was semi-employed from TikTok, and then they were like, hey, dude, you are killing it right now. You are doing way too good for us, so we're going to yeah. actually take all of your money away. And I was like, no, that's super <laughs> cool, guys. Thank you so much. So uh, yeah, I, I, still make, I still make videos from time to time, and right. um, that's about it. From Seattle, Washington, and moved up to Bellingham uh, about... Two, two years ago two and a half years ago or so well welcome to bellingham man it's good to have you welcome cool. even better welcome to the podcast yeah thank you you're actually doing this in my uh, kitchen right now so welcome to my house as well uh, <laughs> this is my house now yeah. bitch <laughs> <laughs> i have the equipment yeah. hey, listen, listen here i'm on the lease now dog no i'm happy like this you know we uh we met a couple couple nights ago at the bar and we were just like drunkenly outside talking with one of the djs and then you know it came up in conversation you're like yeah hey, i do this podcast and i literally like a week before was saying that i want to do more podcasts more guest speaking and Hell whatever yeah. and interviews and shit like that's something that i feel like right now a goal of mine with social media since i'm not really getting paid for it and i'm not like i, I hit this crazy milestone of a million followers so i don't really have goals right now so right now my goal is to kind of share the information and what i've learned with other people awesome. that are like you know wanting to listen and um find any ways that i can do that even if it's just like in conversation or whatever so that's it, it worked out perfectly that's and super awesome man and now we're here. I, I mean it's kind of nice i mean it's obviously it's not great that uh you aren't getting paid through tiktok anymore but you at least don't have the pressure to like consistently upload a bunch of shit like constantly oh 100 you know? and that like i noticed was becoming one of the like biggest downsides to tiktok back in november that was probably like the height of like this past november mm -hmm. was when i was making the most amount of money 
off TikTok, and it wasn't even that much. Like I told right. you, like the other night at the bar, it was literally. I think my the most I got from the creator phone was like thirteen hundred bucks, which is like not even minimum wage when which, you think about it. Which is kind of insane considering how many followers you have versus oh, like, if you were to no. have like a million subscribers on YouTube or Dude, something. Dude, it's the the disparity of like TikTok creators and how much they get paid is like borderline criminal it's like it's I, I, even uh instagram the the creator fund on there whatever it's called mm-hmm. is um oh my god it burps and almost came up my fucking nose oh nice. that's awesome um yeah that was dragon so steam basically <laughs> on instagram the the pay for each month unless you're like super famous whatever right is twelve hundred dollars cap so it like it's capped it's capped at twelve hundred dollars but it's fucked. almost like it's almost guaranteed that you're gonna get that twelve hundred right. if right. you're consistent on it right so to me i was like oh wow maybe i should start posting like videos on there more to like make money there but i also don't really care it's not like what it's like my biggest motivator right now um but yeah, so it, it, you don't make a whole lot, unfortunately. Fair. So. so, I mean, like, that being said, have you ever thought about, like, do you want to continue making videos? Do you want to, like, do YouTube? Or do you want to, like, pursue that line of work? Or what are your thoughts on your future? Yeah, I mean, that's something that I'm, like, kind of at a really big crossroads with right now. It sounds because, like it, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, a, a, a month and a half ago or whatever, um, I got the notification that, like, oh, yeah, you're off the creator fund or whatever. And so then I'm kind of at this crossroads of like, do I want to keep making videos or do I want to find something else to do? And I realized that like, I've never been in this for money. I never was Mm -hmm. in it for followers or for likes or views. It's not something that like I ask for or is like the goal. I simply like pull out my phone and if I have a funny story that I want to share, I will tell it. If I have a joke that I want to say or uh, whatever the case may be, I'm going to share it because like I enjoy doing it. Like it sounds like, border borderline narcissistic but like i laugh at my own videos and like and i think i think but i think that's really important that i have the like i don't know so many people make content for other people and yeah. you lose the excitement and the joy of, of doing oh, that dude for sure and it feels like a fucking job and so when i realized like in november that i was making you know enough money to like pay my rent and stuff i was like wow i gotta keep this up right so then it wasn't just oh i'm doing this for fun it was oh i'm doing this for you're meeting check. quotas exactly yeah. and i hated that it took the fun out of it took the authenticity out of it and i can tell like as somebody who's made videos for a couple years i can tell when someone is simply just doing something for money oh, and yeah. for views and for oh, likes yeah. and you know that's that's te- it's great but it's temporary and right. i want to do something that's like you know makes a bigger impact um you know hopefully not just in my life but in other people's lives as well and right. i think the the best way to do that is just be like authentic and and not do yeah. it for money and so. like at the very least nowadays i mean you still have those followers so you still have a platform that you can mm-hmm. share information with people and t- tell stories and still do funny jokes and stuff 100 which is great 100 like, not everyone has that tool so that's cool <laughs> no absolutely and did i tell you how i was i went on dr phil yeah you did yeah. uh i didn't really discuss it further but like why are you why are you dog do you have beef with dr phil now well first of all he's not even a fucking doctor i want to get that out there <laughs> are you serious round one he (laughs) is not a doctor wow he lost his like license or some shit or like his like a doctor like didn't renew i don't really know how that works because i'm not a fucking doctor but i don't claim to be one he like 
had his doctorate in like psychology back in like the 80s or something right but like he's been out of practice for x and amount of to years. like renew it and i think so with like the specific <laughs> doctorate that he was in because you know science is always changing and stuff right. and like um so he basically just like went on the show and was just like calling himself dr phil and giving unsolicited <laughs> advice to family yeah, members. should we call mr phil it should be called yeah mr <laughs> bitch is what it should be called i hate him so much bro he's he's fucking on shit list number one really and so, so i I made this video on uh, quiet quitting, um, right. like, ooh, almost probably coming up almost almost a year ago, and um, just really after work, just really frustrated with the conversation that was around quiet quitting and the kind of uh, miscommunication and and misinformation that was spreading around it, and was just like kind of sharing my thoughts on it, and it went viral. I didn't expect it to, and mm-hmm. and it did, and. Uh, couple weeks go by and then my manager texts me she's like yo like dr phil they they saw your show or they saw your episode jesus christ they saw your video and they want you on the show right and so i was like all right fuck it let's do it and so i i fly down to la and uh i got at the hotel at like 12 30 or maybe 1 a.m and there's like you know no room service no restaurants around i'm like starving so i just go to bed you know eat and sleep for dinner and then i Yum. wake up at like 6 a.m for like the shoot so that driver picks me up and we go to the studio and then um we weren't allowed to like communicate with like so it was kind of on two sides like there was like the anti-quiet quitting side like boomer capitalist right. kind of whatever right. and then like the people that were like pro quiet quitting and we had a lawyer on our side named uh, ryan steiger i think is his last name and then a couple other people and we weren't allowed to communicate at all like we we had our own like private dressing rooms which honestly was kind of dope like i walked through this studio and it yeah. says my name on hey, the, you on, came on, a long way from the green room at your elementary I, place exactly you know? bro and then al comes out <laughs> and she's like <gasps> and then um and so and did that that felt pretty cool but uh yes yeah, so we weren't allowed to like communicate and so they really were just trying to set us up for failure and you can watch the episode anytime i, I watched uh the clip of you talking uh against that like the the other side yeah and it, it definitely was like they were definitely like propping her side up like a lot yeah. and then being like, and I guess like Hunter can say a few things. Well, and the funny thing is to anytime like they said stuff, we like got to like kind of rebuttal and we shut their entire argument down because right. it wasn't really, there's not much of an argument against quiet quitting. Right. Um, and so we would like shut them down and then Dr. Phil would immediately change the topic. <laughs> so you can see if you watch the episode, anytime I open my mouth immediately changes the subject. And I'm like, bro. I got like like five seconds to like get something out after they just dogged on my generation. Yeah, and it's like, it, dude, it was, for what it's worth, I thought you were really well spoken. Thank you. I, yeah. I tried my best. There yeah. was a lot of pressure going into it. I, I bet. I even called Sarah like when I got to the hotel, I, like panic attacks, just like crying. I was like, oh my god, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I felt not necessarily the amount of pressure of like making myself look like an idiot. I I can make myself look like an idiot every right. any day on TikTok. Right. I don't care about that. It was the fear that I was being brought onto the show as the um represent a representation of gen z like i was the representative of our generation and so i didn't want to make like everybody my age look like lazy quitters that just give up what i i would hate to like um you know show up like that absolutely so. and i definitely got the feeling that like they 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 de- it seemed i can't say for certain because i don't want to muddy the waters any more than they yep. already are but it seems like they wanted like someone they wanted this champion of their side of being like this is the traditional way of doing things and yep. people who quite quit are lazy and stuff and then someone to basically just get destroyed in a conversation versus this confident lady 100 percent. yeah and because too like 
Dr. Phil came out swinging. Like his opening statement was like, quiet quitters is just reframing the name to be like something lazy, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, it didn't have this dialogue and this like discourse where we can come to an agreement. It wasn't any of that. It was like the second he opened his mouth and walked out, it was very obvious how they were painting this episode. Right. So then I was like, oh shit, go time. Like, how can I make sure that like, I am really connecting to the more um, human side of this. Like Ryan, the the lawyer that was to my to my left, um, super intelligent guy. He was very much about the statistics, about the facts, and about the workers' rights. And I was, I think, really tried to take this more humane ask like side right. to it, um, where I wasn't, you know, necessarily yeah hitting them with like facts and statistics. But my boy was doing that for me. I right. was really trying to connect with people on a more human level. Um, and trying to kind of break through to them that way. Mm-hmm. And after the episode was done, we're like, have our, mi- you know, the producers like taking our microphones and off. And they're like, all right, does uh, anybody want to take a picture with Dr. Phil before we, <laughs> before we wrap up? I literally take off my microphone. I go, nope. And nope. I just walked away. <laughs> so I'm like, good. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> and so we left and it was, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely an experience. I'm, I'm, I am thankful I had the opportunity to do it. And a bunch of people asked, they're like, oh, did you get paid? Nope. Um, they didn't pay you? Nope. I mean, they paid for like the the one night I was in the hotel and then they paid for airfare. So that's what they paid for. But like, And okay. the drivers to like take me back and forth. That's fine. Uh, but no, it was unpaid. That's ridiculous. And they're like, okay, well, at the very least, you got some, you know, uh, promotion out of it or right. like publicity. Nope. They, on my, like when everybody comes up, you know, and they the, the camera pans to you and then it's your turn to speak. They gave you like a little title and right. it says whatever. So it'd right. be like, you know, Ryan Steiger, uh, you know, law advocate or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. For me, it just said Hunter. And then below it is currently quiet quitting. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it fucking said. And it was, <laughs> bro. Yeah, that's what the, I put on my, uh, my tax documents right, right there. there, baby. No last name, no job. <laughs> no, I was the best part. Like, I oh, had a God. job at the time. Like, I was a chef. Like, I like was like, I had a pay stub. And you're about to disrespect me. And they're like, okay, well, at least the video that they used of you, um, you know, had your kind of watermark. No, they took that off too. So, I literally got nothing out of it, but like... You got the experience. I got you. Oh, experience, you got to be the Dr. Phil. Yeah. And turns out, don't meet your heroes because he's a total piece of shit. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. But hey, his show's uh, getting canceled. Literally. It's like off the, like there's no, Hell it's yeah. like being removed from like TV or whatever. So I like to take credit for that. I think I did <laughs> that, that, shit. that. Like 90% of that. I did. I, yeah, I, I took him off the air. So. <laughs> but how did you start the podcast? What was the inspiration to do this? Um, I mean, I just really wanted, I like talking to people, like my favorite things in the world, is just having good conversations with yeah. like-minded people and not like-minded people and like oh, learning about things and learning about human condition and whatnot. And just at, at the end of the day, just laughing around, yeah. having a good time. And uh, I thought like, what, how can I uh, make a career out of that? And I came across podcasting. Yeah. So here Especially we are. Especially too, I feel like podcasting in the last couple of years have really blown up. Absolutely. Where that's like, I feel like it's almost the new form of social media where like, it's almost like everybody has one now, mm-hmm. which is like, um, I, I honestly really appreciate and it sometimes can feel overwhelming because there's so many podcasts out there. But even if you got a few listeners, like if, you know, those people are pretty loyal and you have like consistency, like that's a community of people right there. Right. So. Right. Yeah, man, it's it's a lot of fun, and as well as like, I feel like it's so common with uh, entertainers nowadays, just because it's so easy to record a podcast. It's yeah. minimal editing. You don't have to like. You can just pump out episodes with like multiple episodes in like a couple of days. You know? Yeah. And so if you're just doing like that 
uh, schedule of one episode a week or something, which is yeah. a very maintainable schedule for that a lot of podcasters do. Yeah. You can get a lot of shit done really fast and monetize it really fast. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there is that the goal? Is there like is the goal to be able to have like a studio, make money mm-hmm. off this and have yeah. Absolutely. I mean I would like to do some stand up comedy as well on the side yeah. if I could. Um, well, I mean, like I can, but like in terms of like getting paid, for <laughs> I know what you mean. Comedy. Yeah, it is hard, man. Like yeah. I've been a fan of stand up since I was a kid and it's something that I would also like be down to try. Um, I think the, just the fear of like failing is oh, 100% yeah, it's terrible. there, man. Like dude, the thought of getting up and bombing, it's one thing if I like have a video and it doesn't do well and it bombs like, yeah, it's whatever. Right. But, like to bomb in front of people in real live, life, in, in live IRL, action. Yeah. <laughs> dude. And that While terrifies me. And like, I, but no, like I used to. Like I started listening to podcasts or not podcasts, um, like Pandora. Yes, Dan, on Pandora radio. Same. And would just find different comedians that I like. And, you know, started out with like the big names. It'd be like, all right, Gabriel Iglesias, Kevin Hart, John Mulaney. And then I started kind of like getting a little bit more into like somewhat more niche, like uh, Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, um, Joe Coy, um, Tommy Jonagan. Dude, I fucking love Tommy Jonagan. Chad Daniels. Um, Oh, what's the one? Uh, Mike Birbiglia. And like, yeah, so like started really kind of be like, okay, here's like the people that I started listening to. And then I just go on, you know, this person's radio station and then finding more people right. like them. And so I used to literally fall asleep listening to um, stations of comedy with the mindset when I'm like, you know, 12 years old, 11 years old, with the mindset that if I fall asleep laughing, I'll wake up happy, which is so heartbreaking when you think about yeah. it like that's so sad <laughs> but well, and, it's like um, it's kind of cute in a way spoiler alert know? did not work it, um <laughs> it did not work at all but and so like i i do feel like i like i don't know maybe this is like being thinking too highly of myself but i'm like all right if i went up and like tried to do a stand-up set right now of like 10 minutes i was like i probably wouldn't eat complete dog shit because i have like some sense like i've like studied this for like over a decade right so like maybe i'd be whatever but like what's your kind of thing that's like holding you back from from going to an open mic and just trying it i mean i'm like i'm very close to doing that yeah. like I, I literally just i have like a couple of jokes written i just it's literally me writing like a couple more jokes and yeah then going to some open mics yeah that was like one of my big goals for this year was i wanted to uh, start getting paid through this podcast mm. and I want to do an open mic at some point. And so those are my goals. And a big thing that like uh, made me want to do that was I went to my, or I've done a couple standups before. One of my really, really fucking cool teachers at elementary school, like he asked me one day, he, he taught like history and or social studies, whatever the fuck. And he's like, uh, Cameron, what do you want? I was goofing off. He's like, Cameron, what do you want to do with your life? What do you, what career do you want? And yeah. I was in like eighth grade. And <laughs> so, you know, exactly. Yeah. What you want to do. yeah. <laughs> I had my 10 year plan. Laid Big out. time. <laughs> I, I un, uh, rolled a scroll in front of him. <laughs> well, uh, you looked here to this, uh, PowerPoint that I made. Yeah. Step Glad you asked step. actually yeah. take out a little pointer. <laughs> um, uh, but I was like, I think I want to be a stand up comedian. And he's like, okay, you're doing a set for us in front of the class on Friday. And I was like, holy shit. What? Which is like, and he was, he was singling me out because I was like talking over him and shit and like, oh, just like goofing yeah. off. Class, and class he was like trying shit. to, yeah. Well, like, uh, like I was just like talking to my friends too loudly and like, I wasn't being like, Hey guys, yeah. look at me. Um, and, and so, uh, and so I think he was trying to like punish me a little bit. And so I, I do the, the 
the set or whatever on Friday on a Friday <laughs> for fucking Infinity Boom could be called yeah, classified yeah, as a set exactly yeah. like um, what do you do a 45 minute spot or what, what, was, yeah, your, uh, what was your time a Netflix original yeah yeah. I mean I did like I probably did like 15 minutes really yeah like a, like probably way too long because I had no reference of like how long stand up should be so I was 15's like, a long time it was time. a long fucking time five minutes time. is a long time like to get up and like have material prepared or whatever like that's 15 fucking wild it was a long time um and it crushed like are you serious yeah but like keep in mind like i was it was in front of like my close friends and in like peers but still i mean the fact that you didn't completely eat shit (laughs) really impressive i was i was very surprised do you remember like the the hardest hitting joke uh shit um or like what your opener was i think it was like i i wish that like every like we should normalize smoke bombs in day-to-day life (laughs) (laughs) because it would just that way you wouldn't have to have the social skills of leaving a conversation you just drop a smoke bomb and then disappear into the night (laughs) it's actually pretty fucking funny yeah i thought it was solid and then uh like my my big like ending piece was yeah. like like uh, like if you're at the doctor's office they're like i'm gonna need you to bend over i just fucking smoke bomb and get out of there <laughs> uh, which is very topical for for right. kids going through physicals at the time no absolutely yeah you knew your target audience yeah exactly did you end with an actual smoke bomb uh, no but that would have been that based been that would have been, been wild sick. dog that would have been wild you guys would have went into lockdown <laughs> well, absolutely crazy uh, <laughs> yeah not nowadays bro yeah. you can't bring smoke bombs to school anymore it's fucked the woke left has gotten out of fucking hand dog dude more pyrotechnics at school yeah. come on guys I think all history teachers should be carried with ar-15s <laughs> and smoke bombs smoke grenades fucking quote me on that <laughs> <laughs> that's wild man i've always been so afraid to do it like i had a friend who who i worked with at the restaurant um like a couple months ago super funny guy like was one of the guys also just loves comedy and um i told him i was like look dude if you if you be down to go to like an open mic i would make a pact with you to do it with you he bitched out so right now if you were like hey this date i'm going to open mic yeah, but man. i need someone else to go with me i would be down to do it i'd be down to hell make yeah a pact. yeah i'll definitely do that brother that All sounds right. great i just need like a week to prepare and like <laughs> nice like pre-shit my pants before. <laughs> get all but, the shit out of my stomach dude i'm doing a full detox i'm, <laughs> I'm loading up on fucking prune juice and taco bell before the set my man and just emptying out <laughs> the diet of champions big time yeah but it's definitely like there's been there's been times i'm sure you've done this too where like you know you'll say something one time and you're like, wow, that was actually really funny. And you kind of refine it a little bit. Oh, and like, yeah. yeah. I'm sure Sarah's, my girlfriend's like so annoyed at like the jokes that I say because like I definitely say like the same few jokes over and over, especially when we yeah. meet new people. But Dude, I feel, I do, I feel yeah. like that's like you're getting material. You know what I mean? Yeah, One yeah. of my favorites is when I talk to people about like, you know, being a quarter Filipino and people always are like, no, there's no way you're Filipino or whatever. And I say like, well, why would I lie about that? Like if I were to lie about being anything, I'd be a quarter Wakandan because that's like the coolest fucking thing ever. Absolutely. And I feel like that right there is like a start to a pretty good joke, but it could be so much funnier. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, some, there's something there. And I said it like a long time ago. I was like, I was like, probably watched like Black Panther and I was like, bro, I'd be a quarter Wakandan. And a friend like laughed and I was like, oh my god there's something there but <laughs> i was like but i was like how can i refine that and i think that's the really beautiful thing about comedians and how like it's such a, a talent because you could have the funniest friend in the world but they don't know how to get on to a stage and entertain people dude for it's a so much time. execution it's, it's a insane. different fucking breed and then yeah. there's comedians who are like really funny on stage and in person you're like you're kind of boring uh, Bro, yeah. like, you're not do, very funny do you know who pete holmes is yeah 
P. Holmes is one of my favorite stand-ups of all time. Yeah. He's so fucking clever and so funny. He has a podcast. And no shade, Mr. Pete. Yeah. You're, you're a wonderful person and a goofy guy. Just not funny at all. And like it's so, it, it, it's so like weird because it's like so fucking hilarious on yeah. stage. But I mean, there's such a big difference, like a huge disconnect between like improvising stuff on the fly versus mm. writing something down and like perf- uh making the execution perfect yeah know? and i feel like um crowd work too is becoming such an important part about people's yeah. you know stand-up sets and stuff especially on on tiktok uh now that's kind of what people want to see is they don't necessarily necessarily want to like watch your set but they want to watch the crowd work mm-hmm. um my favorite guys one of my favorite like crowd work people in general is uh, uh stavros halkias yep. dude that dude he like strictly does crowd work too he crushes and he's just one of those guys that is just so funny and so like quick on his feet where you can see something happen and even if it's like you know getting to like derail the the set or whatever he's so so skilled at just bringing it back and focusing it up and um i would go to see i'd pay you know 50 bucks just to like watch him talk to people and like (laughs) there's so many there's such few people that i think have that ability absolutely dude that's like a lot of stand-up comedians like worst nightmare is like constantly having to like improv a whole set yeah you know like and he does he like probably he probably writes down like less than a quarter of his jokes you know and the rest is just crowd work which is fucking insanity (laughs) no and that's honestly like a big fear of mine because like with with tiktok when i'm recording a video it could be a really funny video like on your phone but there's Mm -hmm. also there's editing in that there's like captions there's what there's like different nuances that like make it funny and it's so different i'm i would be afraid that like it wouldn't translate to on stage and Mm -hmm. so i think that's a big part that like would terrify me is like going and if we went to you know a stand-up here in bellingham guarantee fucking to you there's gonna be some people that know me and the thought that like that sounded kind of like braggadocious they're gonna know they're gonna fucking know i don't know if you know who i am (laughs) but no like statistically speaking right i'm almost positive i mean we we went to the bar and like four people while we're just talking outside we're like oh shit dude it's yeah hunter and and that happens and so like the thought of like me going and then them watching me be like yeah he's actually not funny (laughs) terrifies me yeah and like you're saying like you you want that uh people who watch your videos who meet you in real life to like have that similar opinion like it's oh it's the same person exactly so like not living up to your own humor is i've done it it's crushing it's It's, crushing man especially when people like my least favorite thing is when people are like oh this is hunter man super funny dude blah 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 like you know you're gonna be and then you meet somebody and they just expect you to be funny like all right dance funny man and it's just like that's not how that works like, hey, you can't dude, just, like oh my just, god you can't just be funny and i've heard so many comedians talk about this but one of their least favorite things is you know someone's like oh what do you do and they're like i'm a comedian and they go oh tell me a joke that's not how it fucking works that's dude. not how jokes work yeah we're i yeah <laughs> you know? we're like we're it's like standing next to each other at the urinal like i'm not gonna be like well the other day i was at the doctor's <laughs> office like that's not man how that fucking yeah, there's works. like setup and timing and exactly. punchline. And it's also time and place. Like, I'm not going to do a fucking five-minute set for you uh, while we're in line at Home Depot. That's not how this works. I don't owe you that, man. No, I don't owe you shit. But it's like there's something about when you go to a comedy show, like everybody's there for the same thing. They all know what they bought tickets for. They signed up for it. Um, and so when you meet someone and you're introduced as like, oh, dude, he's super funny, blah, blah, blah. I fucking hate that. I'm like, why would you give that away? Let me let me, <laughs> let me show them it, that you know? I'm funny. Yeah. Because yeah. then it's also if you're not as funny as like they're expecting, because they might be thinking like, oh, dude, Brad, my friend, is the funniest motherfucker I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And like, all right, this new guy is coming around here <laughs> saying he's funny. And it's like I'd much rather just be like, oh, this is Hunter. 
chat away. You know what I mean? And then right. and then see where like, it goes. Yeah, and then be like, hey, I'm actually pretty funny. And they be like, oh, you are. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's so nice to better. start from zero and work your way up rather than have to earn like a yeah. title that you've been given. Yeah. You know? Growing up, was there like a certain comedian that was like, oh, this is like my favorite person for you? Um, honestly, <laughs> I'm a little ashamed to say this. One of my first uh, comedians I was really into was Dane Cook. Oh yeah. And, and I time. look back at Dane Cook now. I'm like, oh, yeah. I would. That's not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, shaky learn. there, buddy. Um, but like, honestly, uh, Mike Birbiglia was a huge one for me. Yeah. Uh, Mike Birbiglia, Pete Holmes, uh, Tommy Jonigan, yep. Mark Norman. I really like mm-hmm. Mark Norman a lot. There's one guy that plays guitar too. Um, and he does, no, no, he only does like one liners. Um, oh, uh, blanking on his name though. Yeah, I think it's Mitch something. Oh, fuck, what's his name? Um, I can like picture his face. He's got like glasses. Does he look like Tom Petty Martin? Dude, I fucking love Dimitri Dimitri Martin. Martin. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, one of my favorite Dimitri Martin jokes are like, uh, it's totally normal to show someone a picture of your kids. But you can't show them a picture of their kids that you have. You know? <laughs> it gets really weird when you take out a picture of their kids. Here's another one that's about kids where he's like, it's okay to say you like little kids. It's just okay to say you like babies. But it's not okay to say you like, you know, specific age. Like, <laughs> I like 12-year-olds. <laughs> dude, that shit, when I first heard that, dude, I was pissing myself laughing. He's absolutely. Just, he was one of those people that, like, I look back, I'm like, you're funny as fuck. Yeah, he was, like, super clever, too. It sucks yeah. that he didn't get, like the the recognition he deserved because i thought he was like one of the best yeah and especially i feel like the skill of being able to do an hour of one-liners like are you fucking kidding me and like to like stories or anything nothing and like that's so impressive and then to partner that with like music as well is it's absolutely insane so i think he's extremely underrated agree in in comedy but hands down my my favorite has to be tom segura like i he's fantastic he he has been my favorite comedian since i was a kid we were talking about this earlier but like i'm Mm -hmm. a big fan of like your mom's house podcast and he's one of those people that like there are things that he says in his stand-up or like his cadence or his timing or his rhythm that I will sometimes kind of like try and not replicate. like to replicate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but just more of like an inspiration of like, I've listened to you for like literally, I don't know, 11, 12 years. Mm-hmm. And so naturally when I'm telling a story, sometimes that's going to come I out. Mean, honestly, you spent probably hundreds of hours. Dude, you'd say listening to I him. Was, dude, I was calculating how many, epi- how many hours I've listened to for your mom's house. It's literally like over a month. Like it was literally like like God over damn. thirty days of like listening time. You're not and a I mommy, think, you're like a grandma. Dude, I'm like big <laughs> invested in this. And and that's great. And so of course, yeah, you listen to this person for that amount of time. Of course they're gonna rub off on you in a little bit. And so at some there's been times where like I'd made a video on TikTok and then somebody commented like, Oh, this is like Tom Segura vibes right here. Dude. I got like a little hard when I saw that. I'm not gonna lie. It felt so good. Hell to be like, oh, shit, yeah, that's like brother. my idol, and like someone's comparing me. It felt really good. But no, man, it's it's terrifying the thought of taking that first step and like, yeah, I'm gonna like I'm gonna try stand up. Terrifies me, dude. I like off that note. So I did. So I did a couple sets. I'm not gonna. I did. I talked in front of my class. Yeah. I did basically <laughs> like a presentation on comedy, um, like two times in a row. Yeah. And then my my teacher, uh, who's just like the coolest fucking guy ever. Um, he was like, "Okay, Cam. Uh, next up, you're gonna do an assembly for the entire grade." And so, and he, like, there was a dance, like an eighth grade dance. Yeah. And then I was going to uh, perform there, but, like, my principal shut it down or something. 
which I I wanted to go to the dance, right. but not like do stand up, so which is kind of a relief to me. With the dance was shut down, or the, the me me sake? performing. Okay, that's there. what I thought. Yeah, and then uh, and then so we we had like uh, this big assembly or something uh, right before like an eighth grade field trip where you like go to the beach and hang out or something. Yeah. Um, and right before we got on the buses, they're like talking to the uh, the kids, be like, here's here's all the rules. You like can't run past this area and like all this shit. Um and Cameron's gonna say a few words and I was like oh it's a really weird way to introduce you yeah and it also like he didn't tell me that I'd be doing a set like he like all he said was you're gonna be performing for the dance I heard the dance was canceled I was like fuck that sucks and then this like assembly happened and then I just performed there he wasn't like hey Cam in 10 minutes you're gonna be on or anything I (laughs) I was under the assumption that I'm just going to a field trip right now I'm in flip flops (laughs) and swim trunks right now dog and I have to fucking talk to my entire class about like armpit hair or some shit like that something relatable to yeah. these people and i feel like in your class too if it's like a small group of friends you're like oh i can like i can like figure out something like make this work if yeah it's like some kind of in joke great nah dude that's a huge reach you gotta you gotta connect to yeah but that set actually was like really good and it crushed and he gave me 50 dollars in a handshake like like very like drug dealer style and i was like yeah dude. that's the coolest way to do it I was in, <laughs> absolutely i was on oahu one time uh with with some family on vacation and um that's where my family's from originally and so i was like i'm like 15 at the time i had like a pretty big addiction to weed like like not just like oh i smoke every day but like at my most, I smoked like 13 grams in a sitting. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like big and I don't smoke anymore. <laughs> I always tell people, I'm like, yeah, I know I look like a Zoomies employee, but like, I don't smoke. There's another joke for you. And I, uh, I'll write that down. Yeah, we're crying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just refining that one. But so we we're going to go and do open mics and I'm just going to use all of your fucking jokes. And be like, and now it's Hunter's turn. And be like, yeah. So in eighth grade, my uh, history teachers <laughs> brought me up today. No. And so we go around vacation and I'm fucking fiending. I'm like, bro, I've been smoking so long. I'm literally 15 years old. And like the shittiest like pothead ever we're just walking the street of waikiki and i was asking people and like do you have weed do you have weed do you have weed literally any person that walked by me and so i'm like looking around at the stores and i'm like i see like a billabong i'm like oh they got weed and so i walk in and like the few customers they were in leave and i'm like kind of shadily like just like looking around and i walk up to the dude at the front counter his name was patrick i still remember him to this day you went to an employee i went to an employee i was down bad <laughs> I didn't smoke. I, I don't think you understand. I didn't smoke in like 48 hours. This was horrendous for 15-year-old me. How else You're was I supposed to door at that point, How else man. was I supposed to numb my depression at the time? And so I walk up to this dude. Certainly listening to stand up when you go to bed. Exactly. It's not fix no, it. no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> and so he was like, "What's up, man? Like, can I get you anything? Or he'll be fine anything?" I was like, "Yeah. You know, I could get weed." <laughs> It just didn't sound like a you know fucking. Could you point me to the weed section? Could you point me to the marijuana, sir? (laughs) Um, I'm from the mainland, and I require the pakalolo, as you call it here, the locals. And so I was like, "Yeah, dude, yeah, you got weed." He's like, "Yeah, I get off in like two hours. I'll hit you up." And so just random dude. And so I get his number. I don't hear from him or whatever. And later that night, we go to like a swap meet, which is kind of like an outdoor market or whatever. They sell a bunch of shit. Right. And uh, they there's this one guy at this table. He had a bunch of knives and he had like some pipes. And I was like 
that's the ticket. And so I got um, the knives. I bought a few. Yeah, I bought some knives. To, to <laughs> smoke, smoke out of some, some knives. Pops off some knives. <laughs> and uh, for years, I smoked out of aluminum cans, which I didn't realize is like not a cool thing to do. Yeah, it's just really horrible for you, dude. I like literally. I think for two years straight, I probably just ripped like <laughs> endless, endless amounts off off fucking Arizona iced teas. And so I get some pipes and then go back to the hotel and I'm with my best friend, my sister and her best friend. My best friend is like reading the Bible every night before he goes to bed, like super straight edge. My sister is like a year younger than me and her best friend is like goody two shoes, Christian, good girl kind of thing. So like this was not my target audience where I'm like, hey, can you guys help me score? (laughs) And so the guy hits me up the next day and he's like, hey man, sorry, got busy yesterday. Uh, How much weed you need? I was like, I'll just like you know, two grams or something. And so outside my hotel, I'm at this Burger King and I asked my friend, I was like, would you please come with me just to make sure I don't like die during this? <laughs> he's like, yeah. So he's sitting inside the Burger King. I'm sitting outside. I'm just kind of like waiting for this guy to come by. I got my backpack to my right. And I see the dude comes up, comes up. I see him walking towards me. He's got his brother with him. And I kind of signal my friend. I'm like, all right, it's go time in case he fucking robs me or something. So the guy walks up to me, just like you're talking about, daps me up. And slides the weed into my hand as I slide the money into his hand. Yeah, that's smooth. And I toss it in my backpack and we just like have a conversation. And it looked so effortless and so clean. <laughs> and it was the coolest I'd ever felt in my entire life. I bet. Yeah. So it's I, all been downhill from there. Big time. So I, I go back to the hotel. I proceed to get high as giraffe pussy in this hotel room, which is a stolen joke, by the way. By Matt, I know, I've heard Matt it. Matt Bronger. And uh <laughs> But he said in his set, he's like, feel free to use that one. So I did. <laughs> That's for you. I remember it. I That's remember for you. It. It's for you, Matt. Um, and so, no trademark on that. And so I get super fucking high. And I still have like this video of me just in the in the bathroom, just like <laughs> ripping on for dear life. And uh, like just bare, like, barely holding on to this dimension. And I'm just like flown <laughs> away. And I was so afraid I was going to get caught by my parents because I had already been like, you know, got like my car taken away. Like, you know grounded a fuck ton of like i was like i this was like a known thing that i was just like stealing shit and like smoking weed and so we go to the airport in the next few days and i realized that there's like residue on these pipes i'm like i just smoked out of these a few days ago right and uh and so i like text my cousin i was like yo dude like i smoked a few days ago out of these pipes i'm trying to take them to the airport is that a good idea he was like you could try to clean them but (laughs) they got dogs there like just throw them out so like in the in the airport bathroom I had to say a little prayer and just let let go of these pipes that I bought. So I was like some of the most expensive weed I've ever smoked. It was like two grams. It was like, you know, $30, you know, a, a for total or whatever. And then I had to throw with these the pipes, pipes with the well. pipe. Yeah, with the pipe. I probably spent like $60 to smoke like three bowls. And it was the most disappointing. <laughs> Those three bowls never felt so good. Ever, dude. And so I threw them away and I was able to go home. But then I find out from my sister. She's like, yeah, you know, moms used to like travel with edibles, like, with them and i was like that's crazy she goes yeah but they put them in your bag (laughs) what she's like yeah like if you ever got caught you know like you'd get in less trouble because you're a minor and so they were just smart so they used to just travel my moms used to travel with weed that they would stow on me you were a a, a mule mule. you're a mule yeah unconsensually and so i was i was taken aback by this behavior from them and i found out later that like um that this is just like something that they did like pretty frequently. Right. And I also for years, like for the last like seven or eight years, I have never gone through TSA without being stopped. And I wonder if it was because like literally every time I get like searched and like full rub down, what like they every Ooh, single the time. Full rub down. It's 
hot, bro. It's, <laughs> Bust out the oils. Yeah, big time. <laughs> and I'm always, I'm the worst person too because I'm making jokes like the whole time. Right. And uh, like, I'll just moan, like, you know, like go under <laughs> my cheeks. I'm like, ah. like nice. I am, I'm that person. And um, <laughs> just the worst kind of person. Dude, like, yeah. <laughs> Ever, there's like 40 people behind you and you're just like moaning in line. Dude, so I have, I, so last, uh, Sarah and I went to, back to Oahu to visit some family and uh, like a month ago. And I was with my aunt and I was like looking at like the Hawaiian salt. And since I cook a lot, I, you know, wanted some Hawaiian salt. And it was so expensive at like the local like ABC stores and stuff. She's like, let's go to Costco. So I ended up coming back with 10 pounds of Hawaiian salt, like yeah, just baby. like through the airport. And I have these massive bags. They're in my kitchen. I have these massive bags of salt that just look like cocaine. <laughs> just crack. And so <laughs> I go through TSA and they're just in like a bag at the very bottom, like clearly weighing it down. <laughs> And so the guy pulls me aside and he's like, do you have anything in your bag you'd like to tell us about? And I'm thinking back, I'm like, what the fuck did I got? Like, uh, maybe, maybe a lighter that's maybe accidentally in there. He's like, no, not a lighter. He's like, does 10 pounds of salt ring any bells? I go, oh yeah, I, I'm a cook. I'm a chef. Like I use that. He's like, okay, we're going to have to check it for cocaine. It's not cocaine, is it? And dude, I'm amazed I didn't get tackled through this. He goes, it's not cocaine, is it? I go, fuck, I wish. <laughs> And Dude, I like just fuck? so dumb. It just like screams white privilege when I'm like, yeah, I can just make cocaine jokes at TSA. At TSA. And it's just like one step below bomb jokes. It's one step below <laughs> where it's like, you want to check my butthole while you're at it? It's like not good timing. I really don't know my audience. And so he checks it for Coke. Obviously it's not. And he was like cool about it. Um, he's like, why, why do you have this? I was like, oh, I cook, you know, I can't find it in Seattle and blah, blah, blah. Cheaper at Costco. So yeah, but uh, TSA and I don't really have a great, that you makes know, sense. Relationship. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And to our listeners out there, you want a good relationship with TSA. Oh, 100%. They yeah. just have, like fully have your schedule and trip in their hands. Yeah, especially if you're like, like we like you said earlier, the the Home Depot paint shades. If you're like bordering on the slightly darker complexion, you want to have a really good relationship. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. The second they see like Muhammad on the birth certificate on the ID, oh, you're in the full cavity, over. my man. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's unfortunately the world we live in. So make sure you don't joke around with them. And I'm uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm living proof. But uh, thankfully, thankfully, I get I get the card. I got to show them. I'm like, hey man, here's the white privilege card. So I got I got to flex it. There's times where it's okay. I got the you license. It's I okay. got yeah. I got the pass so <laughs> but you said there was a there was a segment i could run you... through tsa with like a cartoon bomb and people wouldn't do anything about it <laughs> it's like a big circular one with, <laughs> with a, a fuse, fuse coming out <laughs> like, this cracker's out of his fucking mind bro. dude this guy's wild this guy's crazy that ass, whatever yeah i saw a video fun. of this this couple like this uh, older married couple just barefoot at the airport just raw dog in the cement and it was like <laughs> just so bold of them like that's i guess honestly i think one great thing that's come out of covid is the fact that like i can wear masks on the plane and have that be socially acceptable oh for real i don't think i will ever not travel without like an n95 in a pack of like sani wipes like i'm rubbing that's that shit dude last time i got right on there. the plane and i fully just hit the bitch with some clorox like the whole seat the little fold down tray everything <laughs> i felt so much safer i really did and yeah i don't there's think... nothing to do with like the plane crashing it's no, more germs that, and it's bio warfare 100 yeah. and like i now and i'm glad that like if i did that you know 10 years ago i would look like an insane person if i'm just like with a fucking <laughs> absolutely spray can spray can of clorox like to the to yeah the i'm gonna need 20 minutes before anyone gets on to just kind of like 100%. sanitize the seat now you do that people look at you like 
fuck, I should have brought those. It makes dude. a lot of sense, bro. It really does. I will never try. I got a whole carry on that's just baby wipes. Yeah, big time. It's <laughs> heavy. So it's not. It's no ten pounds of salt, but it's something. So, but you said you got you had you had some yeah. savings. Like we have a segment right? today. Yeah, we're getting really off topic. How, how long have we been going for? This is like almost have an episode. This is like the one bad part about this shit. It's like I'm pretty sure it's because these cables don't fit snugly enough into the modem here mm, i um, see and there's like some kind of residual electrical feedback at least that's what i'm telling myself because i've i've fucked with these things for like seven months now and yeah. I, I can't find anything i just kind of like bop around and touch random stuff and, and then you figure it eventually out. works yeah. which is also how that's like my sex life as well oh big know? time big time kind of poke around <laughs> and hope for the best i'm convinced the clitoris is not even real it's yeah, just dude it's made it's up by the deep state propaganda, bro. propaganda. yeah absolutely yeah. Um, it's just convincing <laughs> it's a fucking myth bro <laughs> It's like a, it's like a cryptid, you know, yeah. like Bigfoot. Yeah, no one's, no one's ever seen the clitoris. 100%. What's the craziest thing you've done sexually, Cam? What's the craziest thing I've ever done yeah. sexually? Um, I mean, like anal, I guess. But it's like a pretty vanilla, yeah, sex, sexual thing. You ever been handcuffed, blindfolded, had a zucchini in your butt? No, oh, in all my holes, actually, ears, nose. I wasn't joking. Yeah, have you? Dude, swear. I was with, what? yeah. So Dude, you can't just drop that on a man. Well, you gotta, I, did. <laughs> yeah. I was with. Sounds like it was dropped on you as well. <laughs> We're like gently inserted, but it was. Uh, I was with. I was with. It was with an ex girlfriend, and we took a trip, and it was like, all right, this is this is the anal trip, right? We've been together for like a couple months, so it's like we're ready. We're ready for the next step, right? <laughs> we're not talking about marriage. It's the butt stuff. <laughs> and so she was very, you know, she's down with equality. So am I. Let's I got, go. I got two moms. I'm about. I'm about it, right? So I'm like <laughs> about I'm, that zucchini life. Yeah. And so we, she was like, if you're putting in my butt, I'm putting someone in yours. And I was like, all right, I'm game. And so. We go to Fred Meyer and this is like, you know, when you, you know, you're 16, you buy a pack of condoms. You're like, let me get like a Gatorade to be like, not suspicious at all. And so we go to Fred Meyer and just not even trying to hide it. The order of the conveyor belt at the checkout goes as follows. New sheets, baby oil, lube, (laughs) condoms, zucchini. (laughs) Just... Right on your sleeve, you know, <laughs> right down the plate. Baby. And the woman that was like working there, not even fucking phased. She was like ninety-seven thousand uh, years old, I think. And Around just, there, yeah. she'd seen it all. Like she, she's been there, done that. Dude, that shit's fucking tame, bro. Yeah, man. You know? And so uh, we go back to this this Airbnb that we are about to destroy. <laughs> You gotta replace the sheets. Yeah, dude. And we're like, all right, who's going first? So, you know, oh she, she goes first. And she was like, frankly, I didn't really enjoy that. And I didn't either. I wasn't I wasn't a huge fan. I was like, right. I much prefer the whole God intended. You dude, know I mean? I'd much rather if that's I would rather go first just because in the in the scenario where it's bad, like I wouldn't want to like then be up, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. But like if it was bad for her, I can you know, I can only imagine what's happening to me, you know? And so then it's my turn and i'm like honestly i don't think i could look at you good thing we had a blindfold so blindfolds on and i'm like honestly i might try to like push it off a little bit so i was like handcuff me to the bed i'm gonna buck you so i'm like a like a donkey (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna catch a stray heel right in the face i would have loved if somebody would have like walked in and i would have been like what's going on what's happening because i couldn't see shit and so She's got a fuck. She's white knuckling this zucchini and just 
and I'm just <laughs> hail Mary. And I'll tell you what, I learned something about myself that day. It sounds like the it. male G spot is a phenomenal thing. And I think if anyone's listening out there and is wondering what green vegetable they would like to insert themselves, I can certainly say that the zucchini is an excellent starting. Yeah, that, I mean, I feel like that's the most phallic. Don't one. go eggplant. Don't go like that's like yeah. that's that's varsity level. Like, we're trying to ease into it. No. I mean, there's some there's some fucking dogs out there that, that are that are about it about <laughs> the full it. Full scent. I was not, and so. Yeah, that was uh, anyway. We got derailed. That's what good to the... know. That's actually really funny. We I have an episode on my podcast that about is zucchinis, like strictly about shoving zucchinis in certain things. Yeah, um, not sexual at all. Actually, it's wait, you're serious? No, well, I, I'm not serious. <laughs> okay, I, 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 tell. I have I have an episode that is uh, it's it's a like a sex a funny sex story episode, mm. and I have like a like a bisexual friend who's a girl or identifies as a girl, yeah, and then a pansexual friend who identifies as male, and. Uh, it would just like fucking get around. Yeah, dude. Uh, and so there's like, there's a whole bunch of shit like that where we're like, what's like, do you guys have, have you ever been injured during sex? And my dog, and I was like, yeah. Like, I was like, I think I might have like, uh, like pulled like a hammy or something. How? Dude, I'm the just. What the fuck are you doing? I'm, pulling I'm a, hammies. I'm a very inflexible man. I pull oh, a wait, hammy. You pull a hammy? Yes. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm a very inflexible man. I could pull a hamstring just walking down the street. Yeah. Are you doing the pretzel where your legs are behind your head? Oh, absolutely. Stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I, could, I pegged you as that guy immediately. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> Double jointed and freaky as hell. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you got that Riley Reed joint in you, huh? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, dog. I got that Riley Reed dog in me. Um, <laughs> Uh, and he was like, I was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna like pulled like a hamstring, and my guy was like, yeah, I tore my asshole getting pegged once. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, righteous! Yeah. Probably gonna be the person to, Dude, to, that, that's gonna one up you. Give and, that man a fucking purple heart. You yeah, know? <laughs> Jesus, man, man took a bullet in battle. <laughs> <laughs> big time yeah but uh you should definitely give that episode a listen it's very interesting now i might have to because yeah, yeah i think i love listening to people's stories like that it's a good time yeah um but yeah this is this is like uh, an episode that's a cues and brews episode which uh is a segment that we do on the podcast where we drink the world's cheapest beers and answer the world's toughest questions and we have the first half done let's get the second half um also also we have a tradition here on the podcast mm. and uh, i like how we are an hour in and i'm still doing the intro oh yeah <laughs> that's gonna be great in in post when you're just yeah like i'm gonna love it. that yeah. <laughs> um so we have a tradition here where yes. anytime we have a new guest come on the podcast uh they contribute a piece of art to a gallery that we're making and if i can do this full-time as my full-time job yeah i will take from random from this uh gallery that we have and then i will get a tattoo of that piece of art and put it right on my tuchus oh right there my god couple stipulations though couple okay. stipulations yeah it can't be enormous and by enormous i mean like can't be the whole cheek can't wait just like okay probably like three fists worth you're comfortable with three fists by the sound <laughs> <of it. laughs> uh-huh. it can't be offensive and like just don't get me fucking canceled i yeah. guess uh and it can't have any uh uh genitalia on it okay but that is the one gray area one because mm. there are some like tasteful genitalia tattoos that i'm super for i just don't right. want every single tattoo to be dick and balls i fully understand but that those are the those are the rules okay do i have to present this artwork to you now you have a minute to come up with an idea can i go grab it sure if it's already established go for it yeah you have Can a I, minute to get it all right what the fuck is this okay 
This is like uh, if they made an Eastern Island head of Squidward. So, you said art, right? Yeah, absolutely. Throw these cans back on here. Okay, so this art is by, and you can Google this, um, by an artist named Jacques Eugene. I believe that's how you spell his name. J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. Last name E-U-G-E-N-E. I'm like winded from running up the stairs. Um, Lucky you didn't pull a hamstring. No, big time. So this, I've Googled his name. I found this at Goodwill. The sticker's still on it for six ninety nine. You're a Goodwill fiend, dude. I'm <laughs> about that life. Um, oh. There's my timer. Yeah, just should have pee in that time too. <laughs> so he is a, I want to say, South American or South African uh, sculptor who sculpts. Uh, with recycled oil drums and recycled oh, yeah. metal That's so sick. i don't know if there's like a way you can like share this like picture or something if someone can like find a I find it just take a picture of this yeah and so I, f- I was looking through goodwill and i just see these like metal coils i was like the fuck is this and i pull it out and it's just like this sick ass like mask that's you know obviously like handmade and hammered with all these like rivets and indents and stuff and i googled him and he basically you know sells one of one artwork um and it's they're just all sculptures made from recycled material primarily like being like oil drums and stuff yeah and he makes art that way and so i found this and i was like okay i'm obviously keeping this because i'm not like I'm not going to like find this at seven for seven bucks and then resell it like (laughs) profit off this dude's art. That's fucked. But now I have this like one of one like art sculpture from this dude and it's it's one of the coolest things that i yeah, own that's fucking rad and man. uh and it gets questions a lot and i like i love the fact that like one day you know and like if i ever own a home or something which i love is something that like our generation can only say <laughs> maybe is, one like, day i'll have maybe a house one day i'll have health insurance <laughs> and it's like then i love that like at the end of the hallway i can just have this thing also yeah. scares the fuck out of me when i'm on mushrooms dude <laughs> I bet. you bust I the corner bet. you bust the corner going like 15 miles an hour on three grams and you see this thing <laughs> wait at a dark hallway shit in your pants but it's also just it's so sick so i'll let you kind of like oh, take yeah. a little take a little Absolutely. peek at that um so Dude, i like the fucking like bike chain earring yeah man it's so unique it's super cool i've i've never seen anything like it and it makes sense i mean it's 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 one of one like that that Hell is a yeah. dude that uh that's his that's his that's his shit he just makes sculptures like that so that's rad man. yeah I definitely, this is one of the few things I'm like really excited to get um, because it's like genuinely art. Do you have all these tattoos already? No, I mean, I have them submitted. I don't have them like on me. Oh, I see. Like I, I, when I become, when I get it full time, my goal is to uh, randomly pick one and then get it on my ass. And then uh, while I'm getting it done, I want to interview the tattoo artist and make an episode out of that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Hell yeah. Um, which like, I mean, ideally it'd be like Casey. Cause like he's the, he's the person who tattooed my only tattoo that I have right yeah. now. And he's just like, incredibly... dude, Casey's got fucking stories, man. I like for days, I've, literally I mean, for days. I've been in the chair with him for like probably coming up on over 20 hours at this point. And right. like, dude is, is a beast. He's so funny. He's Absolutely. so respectful. He's, um, he's like, he could talk about anything. And he's one of those guys that like you tell a story to, and he ones up it every like, time, every time. And it's just, he's just that kind of guy. <laughs> Amazing dude. But so. not in like a shitty way. No, like, not in like a, like, like, Oh, you think that's a good story? Check yeah, this out. Yeah, yeah. But like definitely like, Oh my God. You ever had a zucchini in your ass kind of guy? <laughs> like he's not like that. He's, Eggplant man, yeah. myself. <laughs> And the wide side, not the narrow side. I'm not fucking with no stems, yeah. okay? <laughs> Give me the bulb. Yeah. I want the full bulb. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, can I can I pee real quick? Is that is that gonna Absolutely throw not. off the the editing? Yeah, okay. No, yeah, you can, you can go. down in these fucking Ronas. Just inspecting the. Uh... Check out the knife block. Oh yeah, it's complete dog shit. But it was from Ross for like seven bucks. That's how she goes. I'm living at a house which has been like it's been like a party house for yeah. like five years, and it's just now starting to like slowly be like it's oh. just like couples who are not in college anymore. Yeah. And but it's still got like the party house aesthetic, so like. You open up like the cutlery drawer, and it's like ninety-seven forks and a single spoon. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, hey, who took the fucking spoon? <laughs> You're like in the like garage welding forks into a spoon, you know? Um, so I mean, it, it's it's better than that, you know? <laughs> At I'm least... very thankful for for my apartment. Like, I think it's like pretty pretty fairly put together. My room's really nice. Like, it was a goal of mine when I moved here to be like, all right, I want like an actual place that I'm like proud to like right. be at and not just like, oh my God, there's like holes in the wall and shit. <laughs> yeah. So like, I mean, the most college thing we have is like the the stop signs over there, which we you will get to sign as well. Score, thank you. Anybody that it. steps in the house signs the stop sign and there's white signatures and there's black signatures. The white signatures, um, Imagine if I was like, only white people can use <laughs> But in Seattle, um, I had like a white paint marker and uh-huh. anybody that came in there had signed it. Oh, and nice. so when I moved here, I was like, I'll get a new paint marker and they'll sign that. That's so cool everywhere I go, I'll just get a new color. And then it's like the same people will kind of like have new signatures or whatever. Right. And throughout time, it'll just like cake up on each other with like different colors. And I think it's really cool. So, that is really yeah. tight. Yeah. And it just like shows the journey that it's been on, you know? Yeah. Like I stole that uh, off a of, <laughs> off a corner, off of fucking... <laughs> a stop sign, eh? Off what was it? 20th and uh, 20 on... 20th? No. Yeah. 20th Yeah. We and, fucking and got them, boys. Break yeah. in. Get them. Get them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in Seattle, 20th and 63rd, I want to say, is the street. And uh, blew down after a, a, a little windstorm. And I called my cousin. I was like, hey, can you help me do something illegal? He was like, when and where? <laughs> and so he came outside with a handsaw and some gloves. And we, we hiked it over behind a church, sawed off the post. And we picked it up. It's fucking big. Dude. I didn't realize how big stop signs are. It's huge. And so we sawed off the, the, the red and white candy cane post and just fucking hucked it behind this church. Mm-hmm. And then we took it home. We walk into my mom's in the kitchen and just looks at us as we're like two shitty henchmen, like walking through the house <laughs> with this stop sign. And uh, she was like, I don't want to know. I am not going to ask. And we took it off the. That's a good mom right there. She's, That's she's a the good shit, mom. Dude. She, yeah, she uh, hooks me up with mushrooms for Christmas. Oh, hell yeah. That That's a great mom. mom. Yeah, I have a funny story about that as well, but we'll continue. Dude, speaking so, of uh, just like random bullshit that your mom walks yeah. in on and is just like, I don't have the time to deal with this. Um, my uh, growing up, like I, I grew up in like one of the safest neighborhoods, like literally like in the United States on really? Woody Island. Yeah. And uh, as kids do you just want to like tear shit up you know you just like want to destroy things and so what me and my friends did was we would teepee houses just like constantly and like we wouldn't teepee random houses we teepee like our close friends yeah and then like it's funny and then not tell them that it was us yeah like we'd like gaslight them into being like man i don't know what the fuck you're doing but you got beef with someone around here andy i don't know what the fuck's going on (laughs) you tell them years later no, <laughs> really? Never told. So it's like one of two guys. <laughs> And it was like like our very very straight edge friends who had like very straight edge parents, and they'd right. be like, "Andrew, what the fuck is happening at school to where every Friday night we're getting TP'd? Oh what are you God, doing?" Dude. 
It was a uh, not not super proud of that, but uh, yeah, that's, that's. Will you tell them eventually? Or are you taking that shit to the grave? I mean, like we're not even like super close friends anymore. You just so, shoot them a message. Yeah, be like, hey, hey man, bro, by the way, you no, know, uh, this was us. <laughs> that, the whole time. that was absolutely us. Um, and and so like we would just like randomly TV people, and uh, my buddy like wanted to ask a girl out to homecoming or something and he and we were like well, how about we tp her house and ask her in toilet paper no, she'll that's love super that cool. that's high super school boys dope. are the dumbest fucking creatures on just the planet idiots, man. Dude. just less than zero iq no, it's so especially when they're together my mom my <laughs> yeah. mom would always say one one teenage boy has half a brain two teenage boys have no brain yeah and they somehow like, get dumber together <laughs> fantastic anyway continue <laughs> and so we we hike out from my house and my house was in the boonies and like a lot of houses were out in the boonies yeah and so it would be like a big pilgrimage to go TPing. Like yeah. you bring like a big pack of rations and some <laughs> some toilet paper, a fucking flint and steel in case you get trapped <laughs> yeah, out there. Exactly, a raft just in yeah. case. Um and uh and yeah, so and like we would take it super seriously. So like every single car we saw coming, we'd dive into like the trench, like the road trench. Right. Um and and so we go there, we TP the house and we're TPing it. And I was like, guys, let's do something special tonight because this is for homecoming. We got mm. it's a special event mm. for a special person. I said we should picnic her house, which is you take a bunch of forks, bunch of forks, bunch of spoons, bunch of napkins, and you just do like mass littering, just like insane littering. Yeah, you just kill the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's super, it's It's super super tight, bro. It's highly recommend. (laughs) Um, And then we wrote like homecoming from Trevor or something, and Trevor wasn't even with us. (laughs) And and I'm like doing the finishing touches and putting like toilet paper like by the front door where there's like this light, and then the door obviously, and then. Like I'm putting the light out, like fucking doing the teeping, and then I look over to the door, and there's a man standing at the doorway waiting for me to finish, and then I'm like, "Fuck!" I like I do like a Scooby Doo run essentially, (laughs) where you're just like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. My feet just kind of like burn out for a oh. second. I like slip. I straight up drop the bag I had on me, and then which had my wallet in it, which oh. is fucking cool. Um, and then I was like, "Fucking run!" And we all run, and we split. And this dude runs after us, like pushes one of us into a wall, and then fucking gets in his car and chases the rest of us. Oh. Um, and so we're just like in fight or flight mode. And then me and my buddy are like running up this this roadway. We immediately just duck into a ditch, and the dude flies off in his car. The ditch that we ducked into um, just had like a pile of gravel at the in it, yep. and so I just dove headfirst into just a big rocks. pile of just rocks. Yeah, you know, uh, famously not very cushiony things. And I just like fuck up my arms and legs, and like I don't feel anything because I'm young and stupid and uh, like a crazy adrenaline rush going on. And I was like, "Hey man, hey you, you okay? You good? Nothing's broken." He's like, "Yeah, I can run." And so we like wait ten seconds and then sprint back. We all fucking uh, meet up again. No one gets caught by the guy. They they fucking it, you. It's very easy to lose someone because like a cul-de-sac, so you just yeah. go down a couple roads and then like uh, turn back. Yep. And so we meet up. We're walking back. Like man. That fucking sucked. We're dejected because it was just a failure of a night. And then uh, we see a a cop, or we think it's a cop car coming. And uh, there's no reason for a cop to like, like pull us over or anything. Right. We're just walking on the side of the road. But like in our mind's eye, we're like, dude, we just committed a crime. Yeah, a f- we're- <laughs> class one felony. <laughs> exactly. Right. And so we we do the thing that we always do. We jump into the trench and wait. And then we all jump into the trench. And then we hear this. <laughs> This big, like, gross splash sound, and everyone's quiet. Everyone's super quiet besides that one sound, and the cop car goes by. Silence. We wait. I come up. My buddy comes up. The rest of the guys come up, and we're missing one guy. And we're like, oh, shit. 
where's Elijah? Where's Elijah at? And we see him pick up and then he retches like super bad. And we look over and he dove head first into a deer carcass that was just there rotting away for days. And so he was covered in shit and organs and maggots. And he was just like fucking traumatized. (laughs) Dude, he looks like he was in like a, like a saving private Ryan scene. Oh my fucking God. (laughs) And so we, we get home, we get him all washed up and he's got like, uh, like he leaves his pants just like on my front door. And, uh, my, and they leave before my mom and dad wake up the next day. And my mom comes out and sees this pair of like (gasps) blood covered, shit covered pants and she's like, hey, Cam, uh, like, I don't want to bother you or anything. I don't want to, like, get into your business. But, like, what's up with the pants <laughs> on, the, on the front on the front porch? I was like, oh, we're just playing tag. We got, we, got, we got in a crazy game of tag last night. You know, there's no need to go any further into that. <laughs> I was like, yep, that's clearly a lie, but that's fine. Yeah, she was cool with it, though. Yeah, yeah, she, she, was, she was not one to, like, poke and prod. I was like, fucking cool. <laughs> Dude, my parent, my parents, I have a pretty, I have a really good relationship with my mom's. Nice. I didn't when I like was smoking a ton because I'm just like taking money from them to like smoke weed and shit and just right. lying or whatever, just doing classic 15 year old activities. But a little older I got, like the closer we got for sure. My mom's always been there for me. And so they recently, within the past few years, have gotten like really into psilocybin and like the medicinal aspects of, cool. like, of psilocybin. Super They're like cool. super down and they go to like, um this dude's like farm in california and like do mdma and acid and like do like these deep dive therapy sessions with him and like they're like they're they're really into this like new kind of wave of um you know psychedelic therapy and it's it's super interesting and so for christmas uh, uh not last year but the year before they foraged an eighth of uh, mushrooms for me and um wild mushrooms that grow i think the specific found the type that they found was called like a wavy caps or wavy tops or something Mm -hmm. those tend to be like two to three times stronger than the ones you just buy from like the random fucking dude that you get mushrooms from or whatever right and um because they're like wildly grown or whatever i don't exactly get the science but so they got an eighth for me uh and it was like a stocking stuffer so i like pull out this fucking dude that's a fucking sick stocking it was cool and so i didn't really have a great time to do them and um i i had a my roommate's girlfriend was in town and we were gonna go to uh what is it called what's the mini golf place over here flat stick yeah so we got a flat stick with my roommate's girlfriend my girlfriend's working and so it's just like the four of us and um i'm thinking wow what great way to go play mini golf than to take a bunch of mushrooms and so i take the mushrooms and uh, I'm sitting over here in my living room and they're hitting quick. Like normally, you know, they'll take like 30 minutes to an hour to right. really start kind of setting in right. and start seeing some colors differently. Within 15 minutes, like I, like like walls are breathing. You know, plant, <laughs> plants are talking to me. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. But it's great. Like visuals are awesome. Music's going. I'm having a really good time. Oh, hell yeah. So we get in the car, get in the back seat. And we're already running late. And so I'm like kind of stressing out, but not really. I'm just there for the ride. And mm-hmm. we're driving there and the visuals are so strong. It felt like I was in like like a Japanese like video game is the best way I can describe it. Like an indie Japanese video game. And like all the lights had like these square, um, like, you know, kind of rays around them. And it was really, really sick. So we get to the mini golf place and the dude that's helping us out isn't like this doesn't really know what's going on. He just got there, whatever. So he's kind of confused. Right. There's loud music, there's dogs, there's little kids walking around, which is like the last thing you want to see on mushrooms. And so it's just like, I'm kind of quickly realizing that this is like not the best location. Just getting sensory overload. And they're like hitting stronger and stronger. Right. And so 
um the way flat stick is laid out is really poorly too because they've got the the little square when you walk in the door they have like a little area where they have 18 holes but it's it's technically nine holes but you do but there's like twice or there's something. two starting points so like uh, a foot to the right there will right. be like one like hole one and then hole nine but right. it's right there and if you pay a little bit more you can just do unlimited rounds or whatever but there's specific time slots so mm -hmm. all this to say that if your time slot is at 9 15 but somebody who just played the holes at 8 45 paid for extra rounds they can just keep going and right. you're now then waiting your turn so this there's like this weird like line that's building up and everyone's kind of like angry at each other because it's super unorganized or whatever right and so we're playing and i'm having a great time i'm just hitting balls <laughs> fucking don't really care i'm not keeping score i'm just there for the ride and like this these levels of the ground that i'm like kind of crawling on and it's it's just it's a, i'm having a great time i'm just tripping balls on, right, on right. At, at flat stick and i'm having a really fun time and then i'm realizing i'm kind of you know you're all mushrooms you're very sensitive to other people's kind of energies and i'm realizing that my roommates and my friends are like not having as great of a time as me and i think it's my fault and so oh, i'm like no. wow like i'm the reason they're not having fun is because i'm having fun and blah 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 right and so I, like i go outside and i'm like holding up literally the entire like everyone because like now we're not moving so no one else is moving and i'm outside and i'm like kind of freaking out and i my roommate comes outside he's like hey dude you good and i'm totally misreading the situation i'm like are we gonna fight right now <laughs> He's like, no, dude, we're not going to fight. Are you okay? I'm like, I don't think I want to be here at all. And he's like, what, what do you want to do? And I was like, I think I'm going to walk home. And he's like, have you been around outside on mushrooms much? I'm like, no, but I think I can figure it out. And so I walk up the hill and then, um, and, and I find this like apartment complex and I sit down. I'm, I'm freaking out. I call my sister. I'm like, come get me. I'm, I'm tripping balls. Like, oh, I'm no. so scared. Please come get me. And so she's like, okay, like I'm on my way right now. And so she's coming and then I call my mom and this is where like, thank God they're so cool. And they're, I have the relationship with them where I'm like having a really bad trip. They can talk me down from it. Right. So I call my mom and I said, mom, I'm having a really bad time. You know, took some mushrooms and, um, you know, I, I just think everything's my fault. Everything's my fault. I kept saying that. I was like, right, right. you know, everyone's mad at me like something's, I'm doing something wrong, whatever. Everyone's mad at me. And so my mom was like, okay, we'll just you know, take a breath. Maybe think of something that you can just fixate on. So I had a ring. I'm just like looking at the ring. And, uh, and so then my mom was like, I'm going to put Bobby on your phone. It's my stepmom. So Bobby gets on the phone. I say, Hey Bobby, I'm freaking out. I'm doing mushrooms. And Bobby goes, it better not have been the shit that I gave you. <laughs> and I go, it was. And Bobby goes, well, how much did you do? And I go, all of them. All of them? <laughs> that is not a good dosage. No. <laughs> like ever. No. <laughs> and so Bobby, Bobby is this East coast, hardcore, like, u-haul lesbian and i'm you Gets know to shit fast and when yeah, you're yeah. on mushrooms you'd like to have a nice calming voice whatever right. bobby's like you fucking idiot you fucking idiot do you know what i gave you and you took all of them i'm like i know i fucked up i fucked up i'm so sorry and i now i'm like my mom's mad at me my friends are mad at me i'm so fucking sad i hate this and so my sister comes picks me up and i'm like just like rocking in her car <laughs> just having a panic attack so my sister drops me off here and i get inside and then i you know text sarah i'm like i'm home but i'm not okay <laughs> And I remember Milo being here and it was late and I don't even know if I fed him. And so I'm like running upstairs, but he's not coming and he's just barking at me. And I turn to him. I'm at the stairs. I go, for being an emotional support animal, you're doing a shit job. <laughs> and I run oh, no. into my room and I'm like, what do I need? 
and I do what anybody would have done in that situation. I got ass naked and started listening to SZA. And so I'm listening to SZA and I'm just crying, freaking out, thinking everybody fucking hates me. And I'm just like doodling and coloring in my notebook and I'm freaking out. And my mom sends me this playlist. She's like, oh, if you listen to this, it's like helps with mushroom trips. And it's just I'm like- sure it wasn't it's all just, SZA. It, no, it, no, it, it was not. It was just like intense Mozart. And so now I'm like- really freaking out Bro, i feel like that would spiral me, it was honestly. so much worse and so i'm just freaking out i'm like drawing these pictures of like horrible things and um sarah finally gets gets here and i'm i'm like finally kind of composing myself and i'm like that was such a bad trip i'm never doing that again i'm never you know doing mushrooms in public again whatever the distinction not never doing them again just never doing them in public right, right? i'm a responsible right. drug addict and so <laughs> and so we finally i kind of compose myself and so we come downstairs, my roommates, you know, come back at that point. They're both smoking a joint outside. And this is hours later. And I'm wearing what I can only describe as my shroom ensemble. And when I'm on mushrooms, I love just putting on random things and just like making it work. And that, that making brown, it work, I feel like is a bit of a stretch. And so that, that brown jacket that's hanging on the coat hanger, it's this weird, we just, it showed up at the door one day and we just kept it. Hell yeah. uh, it's super long. It has this weird like duck bill and like thumb holes. It's fucking weird. <laughs> and I'm wearing these like brown sweatpants and just like this goofy ass outfit. So I come downstairs, go outside. My roommates are smoking a joint. They're like, hey man, you okay? Like you kind of just disappeared back there i was like yeah you know i just had a really hard time and um you know i just i felt like it was all my fault but i know that you know that's not the situation i just sorry for for doing that they're like hey man we're just glad you're okay and so sarah and i are gonna take a walk and they're like dude like what are you wearing like this is a ridiculous outfit sounds very brown it's one in the morning i put on sunglasses i look to them and i go when you got drip everything you put on gets wet And I just walk away into the night. And I think back at it, that's the most beautiful shit I've ever said in my entire life. That is a quote for the you know, ages. Honestly, I, I I couldn't agree with you more. And I'm just going to add that to the ass tattoo gallery. I think you should. Just because that's fucking And tight. when you think about it too, it's like, <laughs> damn, this motherfucker's spitting. Like, this is like, that's a really good quote. It's just kind of hard, and actually. I just said that because it's like, wow, when you're wet, you got drip, double entendre, whatever. Like... <laughs> But I'm not a rapper. But it's like, so that was the time that my moms gave me mushrooms, and um, they don't give them me mushrooms anymore. Uh, it's needless to say, but uh, they're still cool. They're cool. Yeah, stuff. nice. Hell yeah. We've gotten so off topic. It's um, kind of insane. <laughs> Would you like to hear a question? Let's do some questions. Let's yeah, do some questions. This is, this is, yeah. Cool. 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 <laughs> um, but uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying this, man. I no, appreciate this, you this talking. Is hilarious. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, let's see here. So, <laughs> excuse me, bros. We have a bunch of random would you rathers, uh, and whatnot. Uh, I did a couple to just like kind of interview style. So, uh, some of the listeners can get to know you a little bit yeah. more. I feel like that's a little irrelevant at this point because we, yeah, man, I, I feel like they know so had, much about, you know, zucchinis in my butt. Like I, um, <laughs> I think there's nothing that's off. Like what's you're going to be like, what's your favorite color? Like that's so vanilla. At no, this point. I, I don't disagree. I agree. Yeah, so, but ask away, man. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to go past the boilerplate shit. Yeah. Um, would you rather have all your tattoos removed with salt or 500 piercings? You may put the piercings wherever you want. They can't Ooh. be tiny. Okay, all of my tattoos. I have half my body tattooed. All your tattoos removed with salt. Yeah. How does it even work? Does that work? Yeah, you, you, it will literally like rub off. You get ice and salt, and you're essentially like burning off right. your uh, tattoos. Oh essentially. my god! I actually, my my buddy has a friend who was like he had to 
like there i don't know what country he became a citizen of but yeah. he was like previously in prison and he had full body tattoos full fucking yatted and uh if he joined the army of this one country it, they give you kind of like an immunity and like wipe your slate clean essentially wow yeah which is a crazy deal but you can't have tattoos so he immediately just with salt and ice fucking rubbed off all these tattoos within like a couple of days and then joined the the uh, army the next day is that fucking wild? He literally did a would you rather yeah. in real life. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, dude. Like, I would... Like, insane. My tattoos are so meaningful, and I've also spent so much money on them. I think right. I would have to do the piercings because, like, there's no way I'm getting rid of my tattoos. And, like, but 500 is crazy. It's a lot of tattoos. I could, like, a lot of piercings. I could, like, cover my ears and maybe get, like, I don't know, 30, 40 on each side, maybe. Yeah. Um, that's what i'm saying is like where are you putting these guys at? i get like a few more on the nose i get like a maybe like three more on the side of my nose mm -hmm. i get like a couple eyebrows i'm already at this point looking like <laughs> a fucking batman villain and, <laughs> and then i think i don't know i know i know people can do like people can do piercings kind of anywhere I'm, I'm not touching the dick there's no way i'm getting the prince all Edward. on the dick bro Which also fun fact um a, a big part of filipino culture back like you know couple hundred years ago was penis piercings <sighs> filipino tribes would would have penis piercings because Fuck it was me, seen man. as like it gave like women more pleasure and right. hey man filipinos are, are pleasers what you can freaks, i say yeah man so um anyway uh i think i think i gotta go to the piercings i don't know where i would have to do some more research and i don't have that time right now um but i'm not getting rid of my tattoos so Word. okay uh, yeah. i mean if i had to go piercings i mean i only have one tattoo honestly oh, so yeah, it, like I'm, I'm probably like if i'm submitting my answer right, i would do that obviously right. but like if i had to do piercings i'd probably just like fucking destroy my back you know have you ever oh. seen people do like the corsets where they put piercing like what they do is like they put these little like almost drills like these little bits into your back and then like put like a little socket in the bit and then they put ribbon in between the sockets which like i wouldn't ever do that just on my own right. but if i'm already getting 500 piercings may might as, well, as well yeah might as when well Rome, yeah you know? <laughs> might as well make it a little intricate you know wow dude which is like when i see that shit i'm like fuck dude that's wild nah i couldn't do that i yeah. think it would be cool to just get like um you know like uh black panther the dude has like all those like different like kind of yeah like, like abrasions yeah, yeah it'd be like that but like with piercings that'd be cool and just have like a full sleeve of just armor like that's <laughs> just like sick like i just have metal. yeah exactly. that is kind of rad some, honestly some kevin 11 type like i touched this <laughs> yeah, and my shit bro. is fucking steel brother that'd be kind of cool. be a nightmare at tsa yeah. you're cracking jokes you're like 90 percent metal <laughs> you're just the fucking worst i was forged bitch i am <laughs> yeah that'd be that'd be crazy you know forging fire season yeah. four that's me <laughs> they're like yeah. okay for this episode you're gonna be making this guy a fucking arm <laughs> go crazy gang just go just have a fun time with it uh, <laughs> this is yeah. hunter he's a goddamn lunatic <laughs> he signed up for this what a weirdo <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm gonna go with uh go with the piercings on that one okay Great question. word thank you um so d you're you're a, a tiktok professional would you say um by professional i get paid to do it no but 
uh, professional where I've dedicated three years of my life to it. Yeah. You're well-versed. I'm well-versed. You're well-versed yeah. in TikTok. Um, what are some of your favorite trends? What are the best trends that you've seen on TikTok? Dude, right now, um, I'm really enjoying the, uh, the 2014 filter where people will put the filter on where it makes it look like the kind of cringy 2014 and they put on the snapback with like the movie theater <laughs> glasses with the lenses popped out right. and they're doing kind of like musically transitions or whatever. Right. Or like, you remember like the don't judge me challenge where they had like oh their face God, like drawn bro. on and they put some lotion on and then they're like hot as fuck or whatever. Right. So people are doing that, but it's like completely just to make fun of that time period, <laughs> which as it should be, I love shit. That's like making fun of like previous. Stuff. So anything that's like, um, you know, the showing cringy pictures of younger stuff, whatever I really like. Um, cause I, again, kind of removes like the, the stigma of, of social media where it's like, I wasn't always, you know, this, right. It's not just like nah. fucking flawless hot pics all yeah. the way through. Um, this one is like the the they're kind of recent but the ai voice filters of the presidents playing minecraft have you seen those i really like those um i know they're so like they're so dumb but i find them to be like so like st- like they tickle the part of my brain that i just can't seem to reach oh well, dude, it's, that, like, it's like that fucking like rat brain yeah. you know where it's just like this is so i recognize yeah. how fucking stupid this is yeah but i love it it'll be the ones where it's like subway surfer at the bottom and then at the top it's like reading the 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 ai voice will like read reddit stories oh my god dude, dude I, I can't get enough of those, those Sarah, my girlfriend hates them she hates them anytime she hears them she just scrolls away i get so invested i don't care if they're true i don't i i watch all of them yeah so dude, those, i i go down a big spiral on those for yeah, sure 100 any any trend that's like um involves hasbula i'm a big fan of whether it's like him his face and then just like text above it eat that shit up i love that it's all hasbula dude i love him, I, man. have you seen the interview where hasbula just like straight up fights that one like i don't know his name he's like got blonde hair and it's really long and hasbula like he's he speaks like russian yeah. or like some kind of Slav- slavic uh, yeah. language and he there's like a miss uh uh, he misunderstands what the guy is saying and he yeah. thinks he's trying to fight him and his pool of fucking <laughs> rolls up on him and like starts pulling his hair and just like fucking him up. And he does like one damage a punch. No, too, absolutely. So he's just, like, lands and and, and the guy's like, dude, I can't do anything because it's, it's like a tiny, tiny man yeah. and I can't just like attack this guy. Right, because you kill, you kick his back through his chest. Exactly, like, he's so man. easy to fight. You'd actually do like a Mortal Kombat finisher move on him. Oh, so easily. I remember this one time I was at this party in, in Seattle. Um, It was this house called sunday school where they always put on these like little performances whatever mm-hmm. and we're outside i'm with my cousin and uh with like this girl i was dating at the time and uh this this we we're outside talking with these two guys and they were like from mexico and there was a total language where i don't speak any spanish the girl i was with spoke spanish my cousin was from las vegas so he had a pass and so he like he knew some right and so they're like talking the three of them are talking i'm just kind of there i'm pretty drunk and um it's on the corner of this busy ass intersection. And there's like two layers. The house is kind of on like this little slope or this little hill. Mm-hmm. And right behind us on the edge of the yard, there's like a like a seven foot drop for there's like a rock wall. And then there's a drop to another little platform of grass. And then right. there's another drop about, you know, 12 feet or so of like more, you know, rocks. And then and then the sidewalk for the intersection. So it's like this kind of high up. Right. House. Yeah. And so we're on the you know, we're standing in this yard and we're talking or whatever. And um, one of the guys, you know, he's like speaking to, to my to my friends that i was with and then he said something like trace he said like three i don't speak spanish i knew what the fuck three meant right and i can so, count to three exactly and so <laughs> i turned to my cousin i was like what did he say 
And my cousin being like the funny asshole that he is, he goes, oh, he said he wants to have a threesome with you guys. I turn to this dude and just fucking shove him as hard as I could. And he almost falls off like this yard. And my cousin's like, yo, 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 I was joking. I was joking. And now the dude's confused because she's like, I said three. And now this dude's fucking fighting me. And so I didn't know what was going on. And I'm drunk and I'm young and stupid and like insecure about my sexuality at the time. <laughs> a dangerous so, combination. Yeah, it was a fucking, it was a, it was a force to be wrecked with. It was the worst <laughs> cocktail ever. And so, um, yeah, then we had like figured out what was going on. I was like, oh, my, my bad. That's man. a miracle that nothing evolved. Dude, that. I'm, so, I'm so thankful. Pushed um, him off a goddamn cliff. Yeah, I could have been fucking doing 10 to life for manslaughter. <laughs> but right now I'm talking about zucchinis in my ass. So I mean, you probably have similar conversations in the pen. So. Probably true. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, what was the question? Um, <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, oh, yeah, your trends for TikTok. Oh, yeah. Um, I think those are like the, yeah. the highlights. The interesting thing about TikTok is trends come and go every week, sometimes yeah, it's every insanely day. Insanely fast, and so it's really hard to kind of like remember all of them. And like, if, you, if you'd ask me, like, oh, what was the best trend of like last year? I don't fucking know. I'm, I don't remember what happened last month. <laughs> That's a so, million TikTok years ago. You know exactly. So it always it's always ever changing. Um, but there's certain sounds and certain audios that are really funny um, to me. But yeah, I think I think Hasbula always puts a smile on my face when needed. So amen to that, man. Yeah. Um, so that being said, uh, I, I actually did some research on some TikTok challenges and oh re re recent trends. You're a great host. They are fucking insane. So some of these challenges are, uh, range from the slap your teacher challenge. Yeah. I you, started that one. <laughs> you no, just rolled up on your teacher and smacked the shit out no. of him. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this bitch. <laughs> uh, that's a challenge. That's a challenge. That's assault. You just assault your teacher, and it's—I guess—it's hilarious. Yeah. I don't know what the what people love out of that. It's just a guy who doesn't get paid enough trying to teach kids getting smacked by yeah. those kids. He makes thirty thousand a year to get assaulted. <laughs> what an idiot! What a fucking loser. <laughs> There's a the the boiling hot water challenge where you just pour boiling hot water on yourself mm. and gotta uh, go from there. So see see where uh, your life decisions take you. Um, and then there is the NyQuil challenge that I looked up. Uh, with chicken? With ch yeah, yeah, you uh, you one. dredge chicken in NyQuil uh, cough syrup and yeah. then you cook it and eat it. And believe it or not... I'll tell you what, a white person started that one. There's no doubt in my that mind. That was just that's, an actual recipe that's, yeah. <laughs> for a white person. That was in a 1950s cookbook <laughs> exactly. that, that someone dug up and found this, and tried. This is how my mom used to make chicken. Yeah. This is my sleepy time chicken. Yeah, yeah Graham Graham used to feed me this one. <laughs> When I was being too chatty. Yeah. <laughs> Had to put my ass to bed. Uh, <laughs> and so that being said, I have made a couple of challenges and I want you to rate how uh, viral they would be on, oh my on God. TikTok. This is awesome. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this, this challenge is called uh, the stay a night in a zoo enclosure challenge. Okay. Um, where you stay the night in any zoo enclosure for 24 hours. I guess 12 hours for the night. Okay. What so, are your thoughts on that? So that one... That one is a 10 because <laughs> there would be like five people that would do it. One person would die and then nobody would do it again, yep. but it would be talked about forever. Absolutely. So just the fact it would be like a Harambe all over again, all, all over again. So I think just because of that, that's got to be a 10 because <laughs> there'd be some dumbass who's willing enough to absolutely who's, who's, who's I mean, to do it. TikTok has been, it's shown me clearly like people will die for TikTok. Dude, are dumb as fuck. Just absolutely. to go viral. Absolutely, man. Um, my question to you is yeah. what what enclosure would you stay in? What what are you choosing? 
Because, I mean, first nothing, off, no, like, no. You got to go herbivore, right? Ooh. You're not, you're not uh, staying with the crocodiles. No, oh, fuck no. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely no, like, no, like, monkeys, no apes, no gorillas, because they will, like, they will fucking ragdoll you. Yeah, like, there's absolutely. no doubt. Like, on site, too. Yeah, there's no, like, reasoning with them. Um, unless it's <laughs> Unlike like, a zebra, I can get diplomatic <laughs> with a zebra. Like, hey, we're two rational guys. Yeah. You know, I've zebra, seen Madagascar. Yeah, ze- zebra's <laughs> like, Black Lives Matter sometimes, but. Um, he was a chill. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I don't know unless it was like Coco the gorilla because I I studied sign language in school, so maybe like Coco and I could have like a like nice an orangutan, like a chill ass yeah, orangutan. Well, do you know about Coco the gorilla? Yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. like was didn't her and Robin Williams have like a relationship? They fucked. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. They had uh, they were intimate a few times. Right, that makes Rest sense. Peace to both of them. And um, <laughs> no, I I don't know what I would stay in. Probably like maybe something to do with. Okay, this is gonna sound crazy. Hear me out. Yeah. I. Ooh. Oh, fucking sea otters, brother. Dude. Say which? I think I think sea otters are very cute. I think they're wonderful, but they are fucking sexual deviants. That's fine. It's fucked up, man. They like rape everything. <laughs> There's just like hey, no man. no consent in the otter world. And you're gonna spend a night with those sick fucks? Yeah, but like, you're gonna get raped. You're gonna gang banged by twelve otters, man. That's so cute. Or be like, guys, stop. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be like that upset by it. Like, if you're, if you're telling me like which animal in the fucking zoo is like, all right, this animal is about to go like fucking knuckle deep on you. The zucchini time. Yeah. Yeah. I it wouldn't be a silverback. I'll tell you that much. Right? <laughs> yeah, I think otters it's not, out there. It's not gonna be a fucking a donkey or a, a rhino. Be a goddamn otter. Like, I think that's a fair choice. If I'm gonna get dicked down by some animals, and dude, they're like cute as fuck. They're on their backs. They, they are. Like, they do be cute know. though. Yeah, I thought of a great movie called "See You on the Otter Side." Nice. Where it'd be like otters that are holding hands, and then get like separated at at sea, and then they have to oh find each God, other back. I think it'd be a great adorable. movie. That just prints money, honestly. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I think otter, what I would do is uh, the bird sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Bring, give myself a hammock. Fucking chill with the birds dog so dumb uh butterfly sanctuary oh my god why have a great night you know that'd be fantastic they're just on your nose talking about it talking about doing mushrooms that's like a great place for it yeah fucking stop it i'll I'll wait to continue until this (laughs) what is even happening okay they're good. I'll just keep my hand here just in case. For um, yeah, I think I think butterfly sanctuary would right. be pretty good because it's nice and humid in there too. So like, Real I wouldn't cozy. need like a blanket. Yeah, Super it's not like cozy. I'm going to like a polar bear section where it's just like you sad. know negative five and sad. <laughs> yeah, um, I, yeah, so I'd say I'd say maybe butterfly. That'd be, yeah, I think I honestly I think that's there. a great idea. I'm locking that one in. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go into one of those like really small reptile ones where it's just like a 90 pound snake and like a tiny tiny tank. And then me just crushed up against the glass. Yeah. That's ideal for me. And as long as it wasn't like a constrictor or like a venomous one, like if you're in like there with like a corn snake, who fucking cares? Just buy right? Just, you like, know? just playing a little pan flute. Yeah, some exactly. snake charming. <laughs> Do his thing. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. So that's my first trend. Yeah. Um, that's the first one. Oh, <laughs> never getting through this episode. <laughs> this, uh, we call this the sexy Gru challenge. For one month, every thirst trap on TikTok must be comprised of someone dressed up like Gru from Despicable Me. What are your thoughts? This is another really... You came up with these? Yeah. Why aren't you on TikTok, dog? Because I'm, I'm an idiot. These man. are awesome. Um, I'm going to give this one a, 
a 7.3 because very specific not everybody is it has the means to do it there would be a few people that would like go all out and they, they would really make the trend um like really funny Absolutely. and they would do like the full makeup of nose and bald hair and stuff but i think there's a lot that goes into it and people are lazy so not everybody would do it yeah like the high-end cosplay they community they would, would go, up. go yeah. wild Absolutely. Um, but i think it, it definitely is like a funny like because guru is not a sexy character let's be real right it's like wow lola bunny wow. mrs incredible yzma from emperor's new groove that's like the tier like ranking of you got pretty high there, actually yzma yeah she's my number one actually i just yeah, I said yeah, that three. wasn't any order. No, I, well, I say I say I, I always say Isma's was my number one um, favorite like sexual awakening as a child. I think it's just like older women, like actually, like actually. I'm dead serious. Yeah, the purple, wow. the purple lady from Emperor's New Groove. No, I know who Isma is. That's why I'm so surprised. I was like seven years old, bricked up watching that. <laughs> like I loved her, dude. Uh, similar uh, cartoon awakening for me. Uh, the cat that Pepe Le Pew always hit on. Oh, for- Tom from Tom and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Tom from Tom and Jerry really into cats and violence I don't know what that says about me I I feel like I can fix them you know (laughs) but there's like there's like a cat that Pepe Le Pew the skunk like is always like hitting on all the time I'm like you know what is she like a white cat she's a a black cat that like falls in paint and gets like a white stripe so he thinks that she's a skunk oh okay okay yeah yeah. Yeah, that was one of my first and obviously like little bunny oh big yeah that was the obvious one or like the the fuck in mom from uh robots the movie the lady with like the absolute <laughs> the fuck, aunt, aunt on her. fanny yeah dude she, was, <laughs> she did it for me but no i think it was how like it was how assertive uh yzma was she just like she always bossed cronk around i was, I was like stop anyway so we're getting off topic <laughs> i think um what was the question again um it was just the the sexy grew i mean we oh, need yeah, sexy grew uh yeah 7.3 7.3 and we can move on solid solid the gta challenge you get everywhere by finding someone driving and ripping them out of their vehicle, then driving to your desired location. <laughs> and you just you just go everywhere like that. Because in GTA, you don't really own a car. People um, are just driving your car. This one would would be really funny, but it would get shut down like really quickly. There would be a few people that like would do it jokingly like they'd be like oh my friend pulls up and then i like it's obviously staged and then it would be pretty entertaining um i think a lot of people wouldn't have balls for this one necessarily i I feel like there are like like you're saying like there's like those classic stage ones but then there's people who think they're not staged the dumbasses but the people that die on tiktok yeah the people that eat the nyquil chicken those are the ones (laughs) who are like you guys see the gta trend (laughs) hey rest in peace guys those are warriors out Um, there dying for content that one is another one that i honestly i would just think like me personally i would think it was dumb as fuck but um i think a lot of people would really enjoy them so for that reason i think these are all really good so i think we're gonna go like an <laughs> like an eight because this oh, one would be yeah. talked about for a while hell yeah um okay eight out of ten. <laughs> so, okay this one's called oh, jesus christ i turn on the mic phone, like mic to text it's yeah. still on go away <laughs> Fuck off. Just typing everything I say. Yeah. yeah, if you guys want the transcript of this uh this podcast, <laughs> yeah. it's actually gonna be on Patreon. We got the so. minutes. Yeah, we it's the only extra content we have is just the podcast, but on script. Yeah, you could read it. Yeah, it's for our uh, our deaf audience. Yeah, absolutely. There. Oh, it's actually not bad. And for ten extra dollars, you can get me to uh, interpret our conversation. <laughs> I'll act it out. Good do time. Interpretive dance. Oh, I meant like sign language interpretation. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah. But I will also do interpretive oh, yeah. dance. <laughs> That's for twenty extra dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like the premium premium yeah. content. And uh, then for thirty extra dollars, you can watch Subway Surfer. We'll, we'll love this. <laughs> 
That's what you need, yeah. man. Anyway. <laughs> okay, the Aladdin challenge. You see how long you go with just stealing literally everything. Everything. You aren't allowed to buy stuff. You just fucking steal everything. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> kind of like a devious licks vibe, but like yeah. a, more of a lifestyle. Yeah, like like a like a boot gang kind of. <laughs> um, ooh, this one's good. I feel like people do this already. <laughs> I think this is they just being poor. They just don't post it. Yeah, I mean, there's the people that are like, oh yeah, staying 24 hours in a Walmart or whatever. Right. Um. So this one's definitely doable, but the digital footprints really is what's gonna get people. Yeah, that, it's so gonna catch up with you. It's because this is like a long term thing. So yeah, there. If you're doing this for like a month and you're like, oh, today I stole gas by panhandling these people, whatever, and I recorded it all for the entertainment, you're definitely getting fucked over for this one, <laughs> and you're just an asshole for this. Um, for real. Um, like, so I was, I'm going to give this one a one. By the way, please don't anyone ever do these. No, yeah. I don't know if we need By a the way, like, Just please don't. These are bad ideas. Like, do it because it'd be funny. But don't because, like, it would be right. illegal. Don't do it because I said it. No, you know? yeah, yeah, That's, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, big time. Um, what, are you, what are you rating for this? What's I, your rating? That's a one. It's a one? It's just okay, simply because... <laughs> the i like how serious i'm taking this um the legality behind this one is no but i think that that one is going to catch up to you oh, absolutely. and uh it's like you're you're actually going to ruin your life on this one so word okay <laughs> this is kind of topical with the uh, hogwarts legacy coming out mm. this one's called the platform nine and three quarters literally just sprint into a wall with a grocery cart and an owl in it what are your thoughts there a real owl i mean let's say no because oh. i feel like it's a little i think we'll get some like it's probably some blowback. Yeah. I feel like the owl didn't sign up for that. If it was Al from my musical theater and you <laughs> ran into the wall, I'd give that a fucking 13 out of 10 <laughs> just because I'd love to see that shit happen. Um, but if it's an owl, I would. Damn, think, Al's getting the hands dude, this episode. <laughs> I, hope she, I hope she listens to this. I don't know where you're at. But... Yeah, out of the 30 people that listen to my podcast, <laughs> it's definitely just Al <laughs> on 30 different devices. um i think uh that one would actually be really fucking funny though i i could i could watch that one anyway and i think that one's like pretty easy to do because you anybody can go to the the grocery store and find a shopping cart right and you just load some shit and you just full fucking force into a brick wall it would be really entertaining to watch people aren't gonna get like that hurt you know like worst case scenario they go head over heels into the basket which would be like bonus points if you landed that oh for real um more showmanship as well yeah that's i'm gonna give that one i'm gonna give that one a 8.7 uh deducted points because you're damaging public property for real yeah yeah. what are these like dan poor dan Dave, Dave Portnoy, is that his name? The barstool guy who rates pizza. Oh, I don't. The know. shitty guy. I don't. All of them, you mean? I don't. I don't. I've been hit up by barstool a few times. Really? Yeah. They're like, can we post your stuff? I literally respond. I was like, go fuck yourself. That makes a lot I, of sense. I hate all of them. So anytime any like company is like, hey, we'll repost your stuff and we'll give you credit. I literally just respond, go fuck yourself, because I don't care. Yeah. I don't need it. Fuck or I don't Sears. want it. Yeah. It'll be like those meme companies because like all the big meme companies like suck and uh, with like seventeen C's or whatever and like Daquan and all the, those are all right. owned by like a few different like marketing whatever and they just like buy content essentially or like uh, they don't even buy it dude they just they just ask people for permission rip them off and then repost it and then make money off of that so that's why i tell them go fuck yourself yeah that makes a lot of sense um (laughs) wait let's see here fuck off the microphone okay uh i got an 8.7 yeah um i stand by that one actually thank you um let's do Dude, I feel so confident. I now. thought for a second you were gonna be like, 
yeah this one's on theme with hogwarts legacy you'd be like uh hate trans people or it's <laughs> like whoa what kind of rating are you doing here that's where my mind first went for a second yeah i saw your face drop like a little yeah, bit when hogwarts, hogwarts, i was like well, i'm not trying to get canceled on this episode bro <laughs> i i'm i plead the fifth on this situation by, i'm not talking about by it. the end of it i was like hey don't worry yeah. don't worry I'll, we'll get there <laughs> um the the elon musk challenge everyone tries to make a spacecraft using the resources they currently have while being extremely cringe on twitter this is random but do you know the dude who's like he's like hello i'm elon musk (laughs) (laughs) like the off-brand like kroger elon musk it's just like this like asian dude with like the deep fake of elon musk's face (laughs) oh my fucking god those um always get me um I'm going to give this one a negative five simply because I despise Elon Musk. Me as well. Fucking hate him. So even people, I think it'd be really funny if people were like impersonating him and then just like doing foolish things or whatever. Like that, that I think it was really funny. Right. But, uh, Nah, he's I I just hate him. I was gonna put some more Elon Musk slander in here. I was gonna like try to make a spacecraft while like horribly treating people in a cobalt mine. (laughs) But but I didn't want to. I didn't want to while not actually inventing anything um, (laughs) while inheriting millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, I do. I will say about this is I would love to see a space race with like hillbilly in 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 wait ingenuity ingenuity yeah because like say what you will about the good people from the south but they can make things work with just like stuff in a scrap yard no absolutely and i'm very like i'm very very Mm left-leaning if i'm in a survival situation i don't want anybody that even remotely resembles my political ideology (laughs) give me like fucking i'm talking mega hat like absolutely because those motherfuckers will like skin a cat and then and like survive and then, for weeks exactly and it's like that's why i want on my side like, dude hunter's I, got like a break in case of emergency where there's a maga hat in it <laughs> i take out my septum piercing <laughs> i remove the t from my name and i just go by hunter, hunter. like i yeah in case of emergency uh, how I'm, we doing brother so yeah those motherfuckers are crafty there's the sh- there was a <laughs> show there's a show called like snowflake mountain or something <laughs> where it was like they, they had a bunch of teenagers on the show and then two rednecks and they were like help them survive it was really fucking stupid but it was really funny that sounds wild um but no i think that would be really entertaining because there was a dude that did that he like built his own like uh spaceship and he like wanted to see if the earth was flat and he launched up into the atmosphere and came crashing down and he realized that it was not flat it's honestly insane that there's people who have the like the technical know-how to make a a semi-functional spacecraft yeah but not but yet the you smart. still can't call someone they them what a fucking <laughs> asshole you're that smart where you can do that but you can't respect someone's pronouns you piece of shit yeah honestly what's wrong with you um funny enough my hometown is like one of the biggest uh like starting points it has like one of the biggest conglomerates like of flat earthers which is like Woodby Island, what? which I didn't realize until after I left Woodby Island. I was like, oh, that's that's not good. Really? That's not a stat line I want to have. Yeah, tell me about your hometown. Yeah, I live with a bunch of fucking idiots. Just, where... just mostly dumb people, that's if I'm wild. being honest. But Woodby Island is honestly a crazy place because it's yeah. like the the locals that live there that aren't rich like at all and then the very very rich people who yeah. buy homes there you mean america <laughs> yeah. you just described the one percent 
<laughs> Imagine this dystopian place where like 40% of people can't eat and then 1% wants to go to the moon. Like, <laughs> and that's, eat on the moon. That's Whidbey Island. <laughs> Dude, it is very Whidbey. Like, honestly, yeah. uh, like... It's like a majority of the house, and specifically on the south end, like the majority of the houses on Webby are just like vacant homes, like owned by the Hiltons, and then like the people that maintain those homes that right. actually live on the island. That's so fascinating. Yeah, it's interesting, <laughs> and it's it's really interesting because like there's like one school where I came up, yeah. and uh, you do get this weird fucking slice of cultures where it's like me who I grew up like very like lower to middle class. Like I honestly, my dad was like a janitor. So I yeah. grew up very poor. And then like my dad started his own business that became successful, yeah. like in like late high school. So yeah. he started to get money. Um, so, but like I grew up in a very, uh, like low income household, but I'd be going to school with kids who were like very rich. So it'd be like poor kid, rich kid, poor kid, rich kid. And so it was very interesting, like dealing with that kind of dichotomy. Yeah. Cause like you'd go to a buddy's house and be like, Jesus Christ, your trampoline has a trampoline yeah. on it. That's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. I had to save up to get some fucking Legos. Yeah, dude. That's wild. Interesting. But, uh, mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, so it was a lot like a like I had my my like very very close friend group was like me who was very poor and then my friend who was very poor and then we had one third guy who was just like super rich. He's like, guys, why do you always want to hang out at my house? It's like Cause... because you have food, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you have, have food and clean pantry. water. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you want from us? Yeah, <laughs> you have paintball guns and a view of the ocean. <laughs> what do you want, man? Um. <laughs> Jesus oh my God. Uh, <laughs> and we we'd also like dog on him for being rich all the time and yeah. he'd be like guys i'm not that rich it's yeah. like dude you have a double decker tree house yeah your tree house has a tree house in yeah. it yeah your tree house is more square footage than my actual <laughs> house on the ground what the fuck do you want my family's about to move into your tree house yeah. right now it's a better living situation <laughs> um sh- shout out john yeah, i, I love you but he's actually he's been on the podcast a couple shout times out john. um god you need to fuck right off buddy hunter yeah you asshole so sorry. oh wait let me go back to holding this guy um okay uh for question number one yes. what's something that you've seen online that i think you'd be great at but in reality is probably really fucking difficult probably porn um <laughs> really yeah because I think I have, I think I have the body for it, but I just right. don't think I like emotionally am capable of doing that. Like I get such bad performance anxiety. Um, that's yeah, why you I think going to stand up would be hard, dude? I can't like I I can't do I can't do one night stands when I was in my hoe phase. Like it just wasn't a thing. So like I'd have like I try to do a one night stand and then right. I would just embarrass myself and then be like, do you want to go out again? And then I would end up just dating them for like three months. And I'm like, this isn't a hoe phase. You're like, fuck, man, this is a home phase. Yeah, dude, I just took after my lesbian mothers. And we're like moving in now, and so yeah. I'm, so, I'm I'm like on four different leases right now. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I, uh, fucking not very sustainable for my for my well-being <laughs> but uh yeah i think I've, I've i've thought about diving into the only fans realm really I, well yeah because i used to sell feet pics for a while really i did i made i think probably over seven or eight hundred dollars over the course of like a year or so from that's pretty from crazy one, from one dude he hit me up and was like he was just no profile picture no account name or anything right the classic only fans account exactly he was just like are you interested in selling socked feet pictures that is and i thought it was a troll so i was like i don't have feet sorry no can do and then he was like i'm being serious and i was like okay 
asshole like here's my venmo send me some money if you think you're being if, if you're serious about this right sure shit five bucks shows up on my account so now game changer five dollars i'm Ooh. like i'm like 19 at the time dude honestly fucking, socked feet pics working though? at ups so i'm like so what exactly do you need he was like well i just want like dirty sock pictures of like your used socks and so i sent him a picture like the soles of my feet and like fucking 10 bucks a pop and so next Easy thing i know right i'm there, i'm eating for free every single day i go to work i let him know i'm like hey i'm wearing like you know black socks today or white socks today and like they're super sweaty super dirty or whatever <laughs> and then he would just pay me like anywhere between like 10 to like 30 35 dollars some days That's to wild. for these feet pics and it was like really consistent so i right. was literally yeah. eating i would go out to lunch every day dog i would do every that single shit. day hell yeah and then it progressed he's like would you be willing to send a picture with your face in them and i'm like that's gonna be more so i'm upcharging right right and so then it even got even more he's like would you send a video i was like i guess so and so he's like i want and then he started sending me scripts he's like all right for 75 dollars, i want you to send me a three minute long video where you get home from work and you kick your feet up on the counter and like you talk to me like you're in the camera or whatever blah 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 and so then I'm doing these like full on fucking yeah, short you're doing films scenes. for him. And, uh, and they got like so progressive. And then, you know, I sent these over the course of a few months, just making more and more money every time. And he's right. like, could you send me a pair of socks? So I like send him a pair of socks and made like a hundred some bucks on that. And then, um, I keep sending these more and more videos and he was like, okay, uh, this is the grand finale video. I'll send you X amount for this. And all of the videos that you've sent me have like been leading up to this. So I was literally like acting out this dude's fucking <laughs> movie and he just had a Rolodex of videos yeah. of me with my fucking bare feet. Dude, this is your breaking bad. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and so, um, I find out bro was like 19 years old. He's like, how does he have age. that much cash? I don't know. But just the reason, fucking but the reason he had to stop was he was like, "Hey, I have to go back to school." I was like, "What? Wait, how old are you?" He's like, "19." I was like, "Bro, we are the same age right now." He's like, "Yeah, I need to get a job. I need to stop spending money on these." I was like, "Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Like, go get an education, you horny bitch." So, um, I think I'd be pretty good at porn, dude. This guy but... was like, like sacrificing like rent for your fucking sock. Picks. Actually, well, no, that's the thing because he lived with his parents. He was like, "Hey, could you send me a pair of your socks?" But they have to arrive on these specific days because that's why parents are out of town and i'm like are you of age like is this uh, so i'm really hoping that one day someone like an fbi agent doesn't come to my fucking doorstep yeah. be like hey are you aware that you were selling socked feet pictures too <laughs> so i don't know but i've been i've been asked for like some pretty weird requests for like for, on dms for like videos for I people bet. I bet. I mean, like you're a very, a very handsome man. Thank you. By I the way. It. Yeah, yeah. And so I only it, because you have like such a broad scope yeah. of like, so many people. I can only imagine what those fucking crazy DMs are like. Yeah, dude. Uh, usually comes from guys. Um, I bet. Yeah, yeah. It usually comes from dudes. Yeah, I is, bet. Is usually the the majority of the 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 wilder um, <laughs> request for sure. Dude, guys but, are just fucking down bad, man. Yeah, like, yeah, insanely. Um, and uh, Sarah's so supportive. She's like, baby, you need to start like an only fan she's like Bro, you could that's be, a that's a good girlfriend she's, right dude, there. she's she's like i will record your videos i will take pictures <laughs> i will like edit them she's like i would like fully support you in this and honestly like God damn, if man. if shit goes like really south like if i really like a couple months go by and i can't find anything and social media is not paying anything i'm jumping board i'm fully just doing this because i guarantee i could probably make more money in a month than i did last year no fucking questions about it i bet dude. and the cool thing is that on only fans i do i do like that like you can um post anything you know yeah. like you don't have to post like full nudes you don't have to be like jacking off on fucking you could like literally be like making food but like shirtless or whatever way. exactly yeah. yeah uh which is oh that's if if you're curious about my least favorite trend on tiktok it's fucking sexy cooking 
What is sexy cooking? It's people that like will like cut a chicken thigh and like run their finger oh, through it. Oh, I like, hate. I know exactly what you're talking like, about. What the fuck are you doing, dog? Just make that the food. Shit. I hate it. That's my least favorite. But anyway, so I, again, de- derailing these questions once again. But um, yeah, I would say I'd say porn. Yeah. Final answer. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I know. I mean, I think the only way that I would be able to do porn if it's like hyper specific porn. Yeah. Like, some, like I don't. I don't think I'm getting by with like just physique and uh, sexual prowess alone yeah because like look at the competition like why would you pick click on this i think my first like if i ever came out with a video like the specific category and like title of the video would be like anxious college boy can't get it up on first date like that would probably that'd probably be like you know boy with daddy issues has a hard time creating an emotional connection like that heart is in all caps no big time yeah um i would say that would probably be the uh be like the the sub genre i'm like calling it that's my niche right there big time yeah there's a lot of people out for (laughs) big anxious short kings (laughs) hell yeah and then there's there's a lane for that so yeah for real yeah okay uh, <laughs> i think that's beautifully said what mine would be is running with the bulls mm. i am confident and I, I i want to run with the bulls one day yes and i'm confident that i wouldn't get hit by bulls just because i feel like i'm so much faster than the slowest guys running with the bulls oh absolutely you know what i mean absolutely like those are the guys that are getting tagged by bulls those are the meat shields they're getting fucking launched in the air dude <laughs> yeah. those, those videos crack me up they really do i i physically i love watching people get like hurt by wild animals is one of my favorite things like a specific subcategory is people getting like um oh it sounds so fucked up but people that are like going to like lion or tiger in cage like cages and getting like mauled by like these big cats dude because i think it's like fuck you for yeah like you shouldn't be doing that why are you in a siberian tiger's enclosure with like you know dude steak on your hands that's why i honestly like the running with the bulls because it's like one of the only things where it's like assholes interacting with animals but it's like on a fair playing field it's just like yeah we're gonna get fucked up by these yeah there's not like a dude with like a tranquilizer exactly it's like i got him in my sights it's like no you're you're on fucking state street with a couple of bulls (laughs) bro it's like we have like a couple of beers in us and gates yeah that's all that we have and a dream (laughs) yeah Yeah. i like that i I respect that answer for sure for sure yeah i've definitely my buddy has this <laughs> i'm usually not one for like like fail content i guess where yeah. it's just like people like getting hurt and shit but i have this one friend who's just like this like chaotic goblin of a man mm. who just like sends me like every time i get a video from him on instagram it's just like these people horrifically fucking themselves up and one of them is a dude who's like running with the bulls and it's just like this one bull has stopped and this dude's like pinned to the ground and he's like trying to like climb and clamber out of the gate and he's just like pinned by this bull and like you see other people running by and other bulls running by and it's just it's so this guy fucked. fucking bend that out bro. <laughs> yeah. send me that dude's ad i think i would like uh, some of the same videos you like <laughs> i like watching car crash compilations it calms me down dude have you I seen like like, like russian dash cam footage and shit <gasps> oh bro. i got a fucking semi chub just from you <laughs> saying that i absolutely love those and there's a youtube channel of these dudes that are like mma fighters or wrestlers or whatever right where if there's these people who are driving like assholes they put these stickers on their windshield and you can't peel them off they like come off in like a million different pieces right and so they if someone's like whatever they put on all the thrift store shit 100 (laughs) percent. and so they like put these stickers like right on the windshield of this person who drives driving like an asshole and then they get out of their car and like what the fuck did you do but they're like seven foot mountains in front of them and they're like not gonna fight you and uh they just fuck with people that are driving like assholes so yeah that's great that's a really good channel dude yeah 
Why? Your phone is going off dude, right like, now, dude. Every time I look away, it's like, do you want the mic? Do you want the <laughs> mic now? Now is the time? <laughs> I literally have like three paragraphs to delete. Um, just give me one second. Take your time. Yeah, there's this one. One of my favorite uh, traffic cam like crash videos was like, um, it was a cop car chase. You might have seen it. Um, and this this car like uh, fishtails another car. That car rolls on its side, and then the cop car is chasing this other this this car that fishtailed it, and then flies and hits this car that's overturned, and literally like uses it as a ramp, <gasps> like GTA style, and just gets like insane and like clips like a fucking lamppost and just takes it down. And then, like, and the second that it hits the uh, the ramp, it like the free bird starts playing, and I'm like, my god, I I feel so bad for liking this because I guarantee you someone died in this yeah, fucking car dude. crash. And that's why I don't like motorcycle crash videos because right. those I like watching motorcycle uh, road rage where there'll be like a dude gets out of his car and a guy like headbutts him with his motorcycle helmet. That's really funny to me. Right. But any of uh, any videos of like motorcycles crashing, those don't make me laugh. Exactly. At all. I don't like, like those. Bro, that's like fucked yeah you are paralyzed yeah for sure like your life is over or just terrible now 100 percent. um my my cousin was like is is very into motorcycles in general and like he was like a kind of a lunatic for a while yeah um he, like a big thing is like uh like i'm in the marines and like i don't give a fuck if i die before 30 and now he has a family of like three people and very basic <laughs> yeah, man he's an interesting guy um and apparently this is according to him and he like he kind of over embellishes some stories so i don't know like how valid don't we this all? Is. yeah you know um and but apparently if someone would like drive really slow in front of him while he's on a motorcycle, he'd always carry like a roll of quarters mm. in his pocket. And so he would, if someone fucked with him uh, on the freeway, he would drive in front of him and, to- and unwind them and toss the quarters behind him and shatter their windshield. <gasps> <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck, man? That's why would you- insane. It's like, why would you ever do that? isn't that wild it's also really funny though in my car i hope i'm not incriminating myself in my car i have um like a police baton like a like a full-on like fucking whip it out and it start you know it's like maybe like eight inches nine inches long or whatever and when you extend it out it's like a couple feet right and it's hard as fuck like in order to close you have to like hit it on concrete in order to like close it and it's crazy and i never once have had to use it nor do i want to use it right but i think it'd be really funny if someone's like beeping at me at like a red light or whatever and it's like <laughs> just being an whip asshole. Out a baton. and i just step out of my car and just whip it out and just stare them down i think would be one of like the most badass moments i will say yeah that's like a dwayne the rock johnson moment right there big for time sure. like i don't want to smash a window but i will you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, like that's kind of where i'm at mentally. if i see anyone like uh take out like a weapon like at a traffic stop i'm running that red 100 best part about it is like the crazier the weapon the crazier the person too it's like you get out you see someone with like a bat it's like you are out of your fucking mind you see someone pull out an axe run (laughs) yeah like that is like like your life is in danger you see you see a homie pull up with a nunchucks and you're like dude fuck this <laughs> one video of this guy with like a fucking driver like a golf club but the best part about it is he went in the back of his car and he had a set of golf clubs and he looked around for the driver and then pulled that he out. has a preferred club for this like, instance bro leave with your life while you can that fool is crazy <laughs> dog 
Yeah, I can't use the putter, man. Not the right distance. You yeah, know, my fucking wedge just doesn't have the nice like kind of swing I want. To yeah, it. when I bust skulls with it. Yeah, I can't. I can't smash a window with a fucking iron. <laughs> like whatever. But yeah, you should be that familiar with the uh, with your fighting abilities. And- Paired with it's your literally clubs. yeah it's like a cut like a create a character when they're like going back and forth doing like the sway and then you're <laughs> yeah. just changing the weapon in their hand <laughs> yeah. just cycle through yeah okay this is the last question last one then we'll last call one. it yes let's uh, do it rank these things in terms of quality english accents gas station taquerias rain six scooter tricks and puns okay okay you might need to into your all right we good yeah okay so we're we're gonna collaborate on this okay so we're ranking these seven things yeah or how many was it five five okay english accents gas station taquerias what what are those are those little like um it's like it's just a place that sells tacos oh 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 okay i thought you were talking about the little things on the conveyor belts on the little treadmills inside the uh 7-elevens you know what i'm talking about oh yeah like the hot dogs and the little thing yeah whatever they're called (laughs) and uh okay so rain six scooter tricks and puns okay um as as a washington native i gotta put rain at number one man bro i actually i vibe with that like that's like fuck with like a like a good like you like you wake up it's like two in the morning you hear it the smell of it when you step outside Bro. in the morning so i like good. it it's it's uh a lot of people hate on the rain but i, I fucking love the rain. I, I do i do enjoy it I'm, I'm a man who gets sunburnt in like anything above 50 degrees yeah. you step outside at night you gotta watch yourself yeah i play yeah. by like vampire rules mm, you know <laughs> like, stay yep. inside yeah understandable man um yeah i got i gotta say rain's rain's my number one um probably two would be gas station taquerias so before you take before you right? take the lead here okay. i i oh, mean so, I, you're so asking sorry. the so wrong sorry. person by the way I'm so sorry foreign pronunciation <laughs> tacaria <laughs> i take medicine for something like that yeah. um, uh the way this works is we have to collaborate agree? Oh, on okay. on the uh the ranking of this oh, oh but i see i see i see i agree with you that range should be number 1 okay great um maybe we can go to the bottom and then try to work our way in the i middle. think working our way up is, is i think working our idea. way up um personally i don't like english accents really yeah i think it's it's the inner american in me that hears it it's like you fucking asshole (laughs) you fucking red coat yeah the boston tea party and i just start naming random history facts i'm still not over the boston tea party um i i I mean it's funny i do like like the roadman accent accent you know i'm talking about like the i don't know the roadman yeah it would be like uh, like man's not hot that guy man's not hot. oh yeah dude, like actually, that dude. <laughs> like a modern day like oh my yeah. god yeah because i know that entire like song um, dude i don't know i just think like the variety and, and, again, dude i just think that english accents are fucking rad for a couple of reasons mm-hmm. you got the classic like lord of the rings english accent which is like done by a bunch of american dudes yeah you got the fucking uh the cockney accent which is just like i'm a, I'm I'm a tough I'm a tough English oh, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know there's that like kind a of James shit. Bond kind of like classy. Yeah, one. you know, like I I just think there's so much variety in the English accent, and I think like all of them are good. 
personally yeah i don't yeah i think i'm just a fucking hater i just am not a huge fan of the brits okay being honest fair with enough you. fair um, enough you want to put that down in like but you know i can i can settle with that at because personally if we're, I, if I we're could, feeling I out the settle road, at three yeah because i think english accents are better than cool scooter tricks i would i, I would agree with that. So scooter tricks scooter tricks at the bottom uh because my point, my point of view is, no matter how fucking cool your scooter tricks are, they won't be skateboard tricks. No matter how hard no, you try. No, big time. Yeah. Although, you know I, I mean? will say, um, for me, puns were really funny in like sixth grade, but now they're kind of just like, ah, ah, ah. You know, okay. I've never laughed out loud like really been like that's funny as fuck like that's a great <laughs> pun like i've i've had sex before so i'm not like wow this is hilarious you know what i mean you're talking um, a lot of shit right now yeah i am and that's uh <laughs> you're in dangerous fuck waters the Brits, right fuck now. puns we got uh, a huge pun in british uh audience man what the yeah. fuck are you doing um dude i mean my my thing with puns is is it's not usually about the quality of the pun, but more so the reaction from it. And that, that might just be like the sadist in me. Because mm. I, I like, when you say like a really bad pun, and no one laughs, and you get that like, yeah, dude, I love that it's shit. It's funny, but it's not like, I think it's, I think it's funny because it's not funny. Exactly. And exactly. I feel the same way. Like, people are like, oh my God, it's so ugly. It's cute. I'm like, no, it's fucking ugly. Like, people look, look at my hairless cat. I'm like, remove your phone from my face. I don't want to <laughs> see your fucking thing you pulled out of the drain. Okay. I don't want to watch that. And so I feel the same with puns where it's like, it's not funny, but it is. But that just means it's not super. Now, right. again, there's like some funnier ones. I think if you've ever seen some dude do like a triple backflip on a mega ramp on a scooter, that's dope. that's dope as fuck. No, I actually you do know? agree with and you. And I, I, I'm talking, yeah. If we're looking at some kid where it's like that was legitness, like that kid, <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not cool at all. But like, there's this dude uh, named Ryan Williams who was like who's like a professional like BMX scooter rider or whatever. I actually know that. He'll know do some guy. shit. He'll go down like the the mega ramp and he'll do like a backflip and like throw his scooter in the air, catch it in midair, do a fucking tail whip and then land it. Right. That's dope as yeah, fuck. Yeah, that dude. shit is actually You're a fucking hater if you nuts. say that's not cool. So I, for that reason, I got to put puns below that. I actually agree with you. Like I'm a lover of puns, but and, and I'm not saying that just because it's last doesn't mean it's lame. No, I agree. As, These are all saying, great yeah. things, yeah. you know. I just I think the ceiling for six scooter tricks is just very high. Do all 100 percent. Yeah. But whereas the ceiling for puns is like you kind of know what you're getting with puns. Exactly. And like you have to try so much harder to get like a genuinely good pun like laugh out of me personally yeah and they, they got to be in the moment got to be creative exactly. and they got to be witty and there's, yeah. there's just few and few and far between and like i could i could guarantee you if i like looked up a compilation of scooter tricks right now we'd both have a really good time watching real. that. But just we, like all we, good across the board absolutely but if we looked up like compilation of puns we'd be like that's <laughs> lame and then we would no i, I actually right. that's a great metric yeah well done yeah so puns i, I would say because that I would, I would say puns are last scooter tricks would be fourth right um 
I think we can uh, agree on English accents being third. Throw the bronze. Yeah, there. we'll settle that absolutely. Uh, gas station taquerias at, at at the silver position, and then that leaves Raina number one. Cheers, <laughs> shake my hand, brother. Shake Job well bad, done. Probably. That was that was a very <laughs> diplomatic way to go absolutely. about it. We had some ups man. and downs, but um, hey, we made it out though. We really did. We just went through like ten years of a relationship. Yep. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I think that uh, that makes our our possible two episodes. Yeah, Wait, we it's, it's about ten o'clock oh, now. Oh. We we started this around what like eight like seven thirty. okay yeah we've been uh we, we covered quite a bit so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well uh thanks for coming on man i really appreciate you taking the time absolutely and, uh, man i love doing shit like this absolutely trash cat in the summertime in the wintertime as it stinks in the breeze.